Whenever the devil harasses you thus, seek the company of men, or drink more, or joke and talk nonsense, or do some other merry thing. Sometimes we must drink more, sport, recreate ourselves, I, and even sin a little to spite the devil, so that we leave him no place for troubling our consciences with trifles. We are conquered if we try too conscientiously not to sin at all. So when the devil says to you, do not drink, answer him, I will drink and write freely just because you tell me not to. Martin Luther. Welcome back to the Go to Hell podcast. Strong opinions weekly held about Christianity, the church, and yes, you heard it, beer. I'm your host, Tim Curley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Colton Pierce. Colton, have you recovered? I have recovered. And if I hadn't recovered, I was forced to recover very quickly. Um, again, summer vacation is coming to a close. Uh, so I'm at, well, actually, it's, it's officially over for me. I'm, I'm back to a five-day work week. Um, so I'm going to trainings. Um, there's a famous line by, uh, well, it's not a famous line, but it's a bit from somebody's, uh, Burt Kreischer's, uh, stand-up comedy that he did where he was talking about going on a tr- Russian train ride where he's like robbing the train and this chick comes in and he's, it's such a great line. He says she slides that door open with that liberal arts confidence. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> And so I've been in a lot of trainings with being taught by people with a lot of liberal arts confidence. Um, and if you know, you know, you know, like it says, so just like, oh, man, it's something. So uh, it's it's OK. It's the nature of my occupation. Um, it's how it goes. Uh, we go to trainings. Uh, they suck. Um, they're helpful for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, but uh in spurts but not so much so but it's been good we're ready to rock and roll getting water polo going ready to start the year how are you tim good i think i left my liver though in san diego yeah that's a great title for a country song i left my liver in san diego enter the guitar here (laughs) uh uh but back actually I managed the weekend very well, so the drive was worse than anything else because we just, on a Sunday afternoon evening, could not get any clear traffic. Yeah, I'd never... The woes of Southern California. Yeah, it was like you would get going and then all of a sudden people are hitting their brakes for no reason at all. Oh, a lot of that. A lot of phantom, like, okay, why do we just, why do we just stop there for a little bit? And it was odd, but... Are we good? Are we still rolling? We're still rolling. Oh, okay. So, I guess we should start tonight with what we're drinking and then take that in. Well, we we still need to talk about our music. I still feel like that's a thing. Uh, and then we go into what we're drinking and, well, we should talk about the fact that this is a special episode of the Go to Hell podcast. That's true. It's a special uh this is one for our sub stack. 
we're doing a special episode. We haven't taken the summer off. We don't plan on, we don't have any plans ever of taking week. Well, we we have never planned on taking weeks off, but they've come up here and there. Uh, you guys haven't missed any episodes because we've always had a bunch in reserve since this isn't a weekly topical pod- podcast. But so, but this week we are going to take a break from the christianity and church talk and we're just going to talk about the beer and our trip down there and what happened and give everybody a breakdown on san diego if you like beer or you like want to visit san diego and if this doesn't interest you and you're not a beer drinker then you can skip this episode and move on to next week and you can go to hell and <laughs> you can go to hell well we did spend a lot of time in the car together this weekend, so I kind of have an idea of what you've been listening to. But if there's something else you want to talk about or a special thing that just kind of sticks out to you. Uh, yeah, the music we were listening to in the car was a mish, a big mashup that I have in a playlist that I put together myself. Of It's a lot of classic rock, uh, some country, uh, older country, not newer country. Uh, some 80s music, and then a few, like, modern, quote, more modern bands thrown in there. We had some Coldplay, and we had some Doves, who I talked about last week, and some Creed and Matchbox 20, so a little bit of that from the 2000s. So uh, a lot of music like that bouncing around uh, while we were in the car. I haven't listened to any albums or specific artists. Oh, man, we talked about this the album thing just last week I could have sworn you were just dedicated to listening to an album I, know. I haven't listened to a full album well, this week just, either we got back from the trip I haven't had time I haven't really listened to music the last two days once I've gotten back to work so early in the week I'm usually listening to podcasts so yes uh, my music hasn't started back up for the week yet uh, so we did hear some good music uh, during the trip at uh, one of our later stops. We can talk about that later in the episode. Yeah. Um, so, same deal with you. You haven't really been listening to anything new? Uh, I'd say I tossed a little bit more Van Morrison in on my... Uh, oh, good call. On my playlist this week. Love Van Morrison. So, uh, I've been listening to him a little bit. I was like, I'll give a shout out to what you were talking about later. Um, so It's remarkable how many... how. The Irish artists are so moved by uh, or influenced by blues. He's yeah. not strictly blues, but you know he he sounds like something straight out of the south. Yeah, and he's not the only uh, Irish musician uh, who sounds like that. So. <laughs> Tank, you're making your dad have to do editing later. Yeah, you're making this harder, harder on me. <laughs> Go find your bone. Um. All right, so where were we at? Uh, well, we just finished. Well, you were saying about that. Unless you were wanted to, didn't want to unpack uh, Van Morrison and the Irish. Oh well, sound. okay. I will say this. In that vein, there's a really good movie from the early '90s called The Commitments, and it taps into this. The whole uh it's four or five irish musicians in uh i 
I think they're in Belfast. I don't remember what part of No, they're not Northern Ireland. They're in Ireland. I don't remember where they're at in Ireland. But a guy who's really into music in the movie but not a musician wants to start a band, cobbles the band together, and they're doing all kinds of older uh, white uh, uh, American, well, it's white and black, um, blues and soul music. It's a lot of soul music. It's a great movie. Uh, it's it's a bunch of folks. Uh, there's only like one person. A lot of people in it. I don't even know if they were actors or not. Well, a couple of them were actors as well. But the mu- the music is all done by the people who are acting in the mu- in the movie too. So that adds to it. And they did a whole album around it. It's really good. So yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, Thin Lizzy is not bluesy. Well, they're bluesy, but they're a rock. But that's another band that you wouldn't think is Irish, but it is. Uh, so. So what are we drinking? Sitting here, drinking beer, talking guys, killing time, living life with some down Uh, tonight we are drinking... Epic Brewings from San Diego, California. They're 1045 to Denver. It's an India Pale Ale. It's 7%. Um, and it's really tasty. It's a contemporary West Coast IPA that celebrates San Diego's historic hoppy heritage. Intense aromas of dank mosaic hops are backed up with pleasant pine. Um, and then we and this one is a 2020 gold medal uh, Euro beer star. Um, it's really good. Uh, highly recommend it, but there's another one that they have that we liked even more. So highly recommend checking them out. Tim has a connection to this brewery. So, um, maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, when we get hit up Epigs, so. I can see why this one won a European award. Cause it's a bit more multi than your average IPA. Yeah. But it still, um, uh, has definitely tastes like an IPA. I w- I gotta say too, the packaging is sharp. I really like it. Uh, yeah, it's got a nice gray can. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, today we are going to be talking about our wonderful trip to San Diego. We're sad that a Friends weren't all able to join us there, but we did get to have friends and company aplenty. While we were there, we had a great time hanging out. Um, I think also what's good to be said is that these are awesome opportunities um, that come around. And when they do, I highly recommend that you take them. When It's a good chance to go out with friends. And, um, and again, not necessarily go out and do dumb and stupid or things. Um, although you may sit there at the end of this and be like, that was stupid. <laughs> Who would do that? Um, that's not what it's about. It's about creating memories, um, with one another. Um, and it's an amazing chance to go out and I mean, really you can sit there and say, I don't know where God was in that weekend. Um, but as somebody who will remember and cherish the opportunity to go out and experience life, um, with friends, I think that's what God wants us to do um, at every chance. So I'm not sitting here and going to say that like this was a holy trip um, or <laughs> no. anything like that. But I'm going to say that 
it's something that we that we will cherish and that was wholesome and was fun for us um and there was a lot of good memories there that um we will take with us for a very long time so it's good yeah, so we were joined by our friends Eric and Nolan. Nolan was has been on the podcast one episode. Uh, Nolan had has since moved to Texas, so he flew in from the Dallas area to join us for the trip. Uh, I drove Eric and Colton down, so we left here at around 8.30 in the morning. Uh, drove down through Southern California, and our first stop was Stone Brewing brewery the og of beer on the west coast microbreweries in escondido yeah so we took the for anybody that wants the california slang for how we got to where we got to we took the five the five to the 210 to the 15 um for everybody that's not a part of california i don't know how you say your interstates where you're from yes you get the (laughs) in front of our our Mm. whatever so there you go i don't know how you do it um yeah so it's about uh, a four and a half hour drive yeah about a four and a half if you don't hit traffic we hit traffic spots on our way up um but it did it was not nearly as bad as coming back on no. sunday but the hard part was we were in anticipation of drinking beer so yeah and we were hungry too we were like all right we're ready um i think we had stopped for snacks at the top of the grapevine um in santa clarita right we stopped in santa clarita yeah we? yeah and then uh and then we pulled into stone right around 145 150 um and uh and from there we went in uh to what seemed like if you've ever been to the wild animal park or any zoo in your life uh <laughs> it seemed like that's where we were going now the stone broadcast this place is their beer they're world beer gardens. Um, and so we walk through and there's, it's like this trail that weaves you through some bamboo and some bushes and all this kind of stuff. And you eventually get to this spot. Um, that's this huge building, um, massive establishment. And they do have this huge garden area, um, in the back. It's gorgeous. They've got tables all over the place. It's a venue. Um, apparently they were having like a rehearsal dinner party, um, in, on the back lawn, uh, that afternoon and stuff. Um, we walk in. Uh, they've got a gift shop full of stuff. Um, we were able to get seated fairly quickly. And they were like, do you have a reservation? No. Yeah. I didn't know we needed one. Yeah, we, yeah. That right away I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way. This place is packed out. Uh, so they take us to our seats. Um, and we get to commence the what... Uh, what tim has dubbed the inaugural beer marathon yep and if you don't know why it's called the inaugural beer marathon you'll at the end of this conversation tonight you'll be like why the hell did they do that (laughs) yeah uh you you might have heard the term there's some people uh go on wine crawls where they hit a hit a spot where there's a bunch of wineries nearby and they'll just walk from place to place to place so uh i dubbed this the marathon and like colton said by the time we're done uh you'll understand why if you're being picky probably call it a half marathon but anybody who gets picky i dare you to uh go on one if we do this again yeah (laughs) so uh we started off uh just before we get started 
understand I'll read and I'll reiterate this at the end. Understand that where we're everywhere we're going, the breweries open at noon, maybe eleven AM, but pretty much all open at noon and pretty much all close at ten. Yeah, so we have a so ten hour window ten we, to eleven hour window. We have a ten hour beer. window to hit these places that we're trying to get to that we have on this very large list. Right. And so and also, before we get into it, I uh, want to specify, we're going to be ranking uh, our breweries. Uh, we just kind of wanted to, we'll be going through them in chronological order, um, and we'll tell you the story at each one, what we remember, if we can remember anything about it, um, and we'll tell you, uh, and I'll be asking to let, you know, Tim will be, and I will both be ranking based off of customer service, the ambiance, the beer that we tried. Because sometimes we go to these breweries and maybe IPAs or Pilsners or um, some of those beers aren't their specialty. Um, then it's like, okay, but we are just going to rank the beer that we tried and just be like, hey, if this is something that you're interested in, this is a place to go for that. And then also there's a miscellaneous score where we're going to get it on a scale. All of our scale is going to be 1 to 10 and then we'll compile it, we'll average it out, and then we'll see where our top breweries lie based off of what went on from there. So... Um, and it'll be fun. A good opportunity for us to recap the weekend and <laughs> and just talk about all the silliness that occurred. So uh, so we first show up at Stone, and right off the bat, Tim became a victim of the QR code at the center of the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find what the hell I ordered. <laughs> Which at first I was like, there's no way in hell, and I still don't know how I ordered that. So I, while Tim looks this up, I'll explain what I ordered and what Eric ordered. So Ed, Nolan is not with us yet. He flew in from Texas, so he misses the first four breweries. But if you don't, if you think that he fell behind in the marathon, don't worry. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so we pull in a stone, uh, and I had already looked up the menu for the beer. I had already looked up the beer menu, and and I had already looked up the food menu. I was hungry. I was in the back seat. I was anticipating drinking beer, and I was just ready to go. So we pull into Stone, and I immediately am like, I'm getting the fish and chips. Which, by the way, I, we're not rating based off of food, but it's going to sway my miscellaneous factor a bit. Those fish and chips were amazing. They were super, like, I, have you had that thick of fish and chips before in your life? No, that's... The cod I wouldn't so call thick. myself a fish and chips aficionado but but i've had lots of fish and chips including fish and chips on these several occasions i've been to london and this was right up there if not the best fish and chips i've ever had yeah like i'm pretty picky about it and i was upset that i couldn't finish all my but it was fillet, a lot of fish yeah the cod fillets were massive and i actually give them props for not getting getting creative with the batter that they used they just did a straight beer batter beer batter that yeah, you would it. see on on i mean as soon as it got showed up and you even said uh, or you you, uh, you asked on the way in about um malt vaulted vinegar i was like hell yeah yeah so i was like as soon as i saw like i am those are just dying to have malted vinegar oh put yeah on. and they just had the nice flaked sea salt on top so it was a nice flavor um and then and the yeah, french the multi- fries were perfect yeah and the french fries and were we delicious just had a and we had had a conversation about how we're picky about french fries yeah so uh it was great um so i got a beer 
um, there. It was a double IPA. It was an experimental double IPA where it was like a mixture between a triple IPA and, a, and another beer. It was sitting at a nice 10%. Uh, and it was delicious. The beer was phenomenal. Um, it, it was up there as one of the top beers for the weekend. So it was really, really tasty. Uh, everybody else was trying to watch their ABVs to start. Um, Colton was not. And that'll come into play later in the story. <laughs> so really good, really tasty, um, and very memorable. I was like, I would want to drink this beer again. Eric got a Stone IPA. He got the original on tap. He had never tried the Stone IPA before, and so he got that one. Um, I don't remember what his second beer was. Do you? I do not. That's the one thing I regret is we didn't have we keep tabs on. Yeah, keep our tabs on what we ordered. Although I think some of this we'll be able to remember. Um, yeah, I, I remember what I ordered the second time because it was what I went, meant to order the first time. Uh, but I'm still trying to find. Well, and so, so this girl comes out with this tray. And she says it's like a jade something. She calls it, it's a jade, I don't know. And... She's like, who ordered the jade blah, blah, blah. And we're all like, no one. Because Tim had told us what he ordered, which he had ordered this session IPA. And it was a sour. And <laughs> and we were like, no. And she's like, for Tim? And Tim's like, no, I didn't order that. I ordered the session. And she's like, uh, is this not what you wanted? And he's like, I'll drink it. Like, okay. Um, and we look back at his phone and lo and behold, Tim had accidentally ordered this Jade Sour and it was green, folks. Like it, it was, Jade was the appropriate name to use in the context because it was green and it had that dark green look to it. And if you know, well, actually, Tim actually doesn't have reservations against Sours uh, <laughs> as much as the rest of us. Um, but it's definitely not how you wanted to start off your day, I'm assuming, Tim. No, and it wasn't what I at all what I wanted at Stone for sure. Uh, I, I had it, I did not have it in my mind to get a, a sour at Stone. I would maybe get a sour somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, for if you didn't know, if you're not from the South, uh, from Southern California. You don't drink a lot of the stuff that Stone puts out. Mainly what they're known for are two things. IPAs and lagers. They're both really good. Oh, and that's what uh, Eric got. He got a lager. He got the experimental lager. And it was really good. I'm still looking. and I don't, It's not on the menu. Maybe, maybe I drank the last of it. <laughs> yeah, he got the experimental lager. My second beer was the... Stone G Baby Session IPA. Do you see mine? Mine was called like the Rampage or something. The yours was the No yours wasn't the Notorious POG? No. The Notorious POG is their double hazy. It was the Rampage. It had Rampage in the name. It must be some things that they have on the menu and some things they do not. See, this is why we should have taken a list. Note for next time. Everybody has to write down what they ordered. 
Hmm. Well, anyways, uh, so you have the the sour. How was it, Tim? It was okay. Not bad for a sour. It it tasted nice on the front and not so nice on the back. Yeah, there was like a. I'm not a big guava fan. I think it it, it had listed on there guava, and I think it was the guava I was tasting. I wasn't too big of a fan of. But and remember, nobody's trying to drink green beer unless it's St. Patrick's um, Day. But I I drank it anyway, and I could have easily not because I was driving, so I could have just saved myself, um, not drinking it. But it was it was still all right. But he was a trooper, and then he went on to drink. Uh, the session, correct? Yes. And how was that? The session was phenomenal. Great. And so from there, we finished our fish and chips. Uh, also, Eric ordered himself a what looked like a very tasty Korean uh, uh, fried chicken sandwich uh, with some sriracha and stuff, and it was really good. Um, so overall, Tim, what would you rank the customer service at Stone? Oh. One to ten. I would say an eight. They actually get. Uh, there's a fine line between attentiveness and over attentiveness, and there was about a five <laughs> minute period where they were being overly attentive. I think they were being overly attentive. Oh well. Now part of it was I think the main guy was on his break, which was a very long break, by the way. He was gone for pretty much the entire meal. Um, I don't. Maybe it was his it was lunch. lunch. Yeah. Um, but. We had like five people walk by within like five minutes and ask if we're doing okay. And and so I'm not going to mark too heavily down, but just, yeah, if you're a proprietor of one of these places, uh, it, it, you know, it's hard when you got a lot of outdoor seating and stuff like that. But um, yeah, if I'm being very picky, it was that. there. Now, there was a second item that was... <laughs> No, this is going in quite confounding. No, this is going in customer service. It has to. You sure, can't put this is. in miscellaneous. No, no, no. It, it, yeah. So Eric orders his second beer, which was the the experimental lager. And he gets asked for his ID after he had already drank his first beer, to which none of us were asked for our IDs. And so they bring him out the second beer and he's like, yeah, can I see your ID real quick, boss? And he's like, yeah, sure. And Eric wears a fanny pack when he goes on these trips. And so he's just like unzipping his front pouch, taking out his ID and showing the guy. Uh, but he made it through. But I'm saying I'm giving them a seven for uh, for that one. I'm sorry. I do agree with you on the it did seem a bit pushy for a little bit. Um, but food was good. They offered to take your beer back. They did a lot of uh, things right. So it was good. I... It was just like, how are you going to ID somebody on their second beer? Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> like. <laughs> Food came out quickly, too. Yeah, I did. Everything actually came out in a timely manner. So it was nice. Uh, Ambiance, uh, which we're talking about is the aesthetic of the place. Um, it was nice. It was almost too rainforesty, but so I wouldn't put it at the top of the list of the places we visited, but it was still really nice. Yeah. If we'd had more time, I would have liked to walk around because I, I've seen, yeah. I've seen that location featured in TV shows. Like it's been on a couple episodes of Brew Dogs, and there's a whole other part of that yeah. campus that I we didn't see that's like open and like a big like almost like green belt area where they've got where people can sit. Right, and they actually have well, and we talked about it. Is like they do a thing. They do like a cigar party. Like, right. 
And, uh, but all we saw from where we were sitting, it just looked like it was like rainforest. Yeah, like, we were eating at like the zoo. Two miles behind yeah. us. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? Uh, eight. An eight. I'm going to give it a nine. I like the whole feel. I will say that the rainforest feel gave a bit of mugginess to it. It was it was humid yeah. in our spot um, where we were. Uh, and so like Escondido, if you don't know, it's a bit higher up um, in the foothills around San Diego. And so it does get hotter there. That's where you're looking. And now when I say hotter, we're not dealing with the temperatures that we get in the valley where but it's probably like 88 degrees 90 degrees over there and it's just humid with all that uh vegetation and that kind of stuff so um the beer that we tried would you scale it on a way on a what would you scale it on one to ten i'll give it an eight i I can't grade them down for the beer that i didn't mean to order uh yeah i'm gonna give it uh I'm going to give it a nine. I liked that one a lot. Like I said, it was one of my top ones of the weekend. So a high score there from me. And then miscellaneous. Anything miscellaneous you want to add uh, or take away from Stone? Uh, ah, well, I mean, food. Like, you got to, like, that's a huge part of it where you got to. Yeah, they get extra the, points for the food. Yeah. So, particularly in house. So, uh, Scale of one to ten on uh on miscellaneous just I mean you said that was one of the best fish and chips you've ever had yeah it's got uh, a nine a nine from Tim on that one and I'm a little bit more generous I'm gonna give it a ten because I think that that was the best food that we had all weekend yeah I'll say that that was the best food that we had all weekend yeah um, I'm gonna say that okay. Because I really like that fish and chips. So, well, if you're listening to this and you're like, "It's just fish and chips," no, sir, <laughs> or no, ma'am, not not true. <laughs> so, highly recommend if you like fish and chips, stop by Stone and try theirs. But you better like fish, because again, we talked about it's that thicker. It, now, not because it has a fishy taste. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, but you better be okay with the texture. Of fish because but it's... the food our Eric had he's not here to speak up for himself it that looked phenomenal as well yeah it was true bistro food there yeah which if you're a brewery and you really want to succeed you have you actually succeed on your food not your beer it sounds counterintuitive but there's just you can't in order for you to attract the number of people to to come in and out of there and actually spend dollars, you have to have really good food, and a lot of places fail, which is why a lot of places that do open up don't even bother, and they're smart about it. They just rely on food trucks because a kitchen can kill you. You can go in there and have the best food in the world. If you got a mediocre kitchen, people aren't going to come back. It's best just because it's like I can mediocre. just drink yeah. this at home and get it out of cans or bottles and not waste my time going down to the to the brewery. So. Yeah. Well, from there, uh, we wrap up at right around 2.45-ish, 2.50, um, right around 3 o'clock, and we were like, okay, we're heading to our next brewery. So we head on down the road eight miles yeah, to uh, Second Chance Brewery in Carmel Mountain, uh, California. Uh, this is right around the corner from Costco. It's in like an industrial, not industrial, um, like a tech area where yeah, you know, Microsoft it's on a very pretentious street, yeah. Science Boulevard or something. Science Boulevard, yeah. So it's in like these office buildings. Um, there's a spot called Second Chance. They're known for being very dog friendly, 
apparently, I don't know, that was one of their their things that they were all about. And if you yeah, do they're go, all in on dogs. If they're, you go in there on an evening, everybody brings their dogs. Um, so if you're in the area and you've got your dog with you, highly recommend dropping by. But if you're the type of person that doesn't like dogs at your brewery, because some people don't, um, then uh, I would go ahead and skip second chance because jojo apparently doesn't approve yeah jojo's not a jojo big fan. stop um so we go in it is hot as hell in there i mean it's no hot as hell is what Tulare was at the time but it was very hot and muggy inside there because again we're still in the foothills around san diego there's not there's no airflow coming in and it was there was plenty of airflow outside to where it would have been fine, but all the doors were closed. Everything was rolled down, and it was just muggy. And it's a, it's a, I don't know, at least probably twenty thousand square foot. Yeah. Uh, Building b- uh, lot room. It's this huge room, and it's probably twenty, fifteen, twenty thousand. So square no feet. amount of swamp coolers are going to cool this. They bad had boy one off. fan over the bar, over the bar, and it was doing a minimal amount of work, and so there was just no airflow at all because it would have been pointless to be running an AC in a in a building that in a room, literally a room that big. I mean, it's just you know two, basically two story industrial uh, building, and it was just. I mean. It, it, the room just kept going and going well around the corner. So they had all, they didn't have anything segmented in terms of the production. So you're all in the same room we're doing production. So, yeah. Very humid. Uh, I, I had either, I don't remember which one I had. I had either just add plants. You and, had just add okay, plants. I, that's what I thought. I had the just add plants because it was a limited release. Yeah. And I had the new day. Uh, and I think Eric had just had plants as well. Yeah, you both had just had plants. And it was tasty. Yeah, it was tasty. Um, we both tried each other's. I think, uh, initial taste of just had plants was, uh, from what I had tasted of it. Yeah, I thought it was better than New Day, but you said that yours got worse as it got warm, which if you don't think that that comes into play when you're drinking beer, it definitely does. Whereas I said the New Day was good like throughout the whole glass. Like I was like I never felt like it got any more bitter as it got yeah, my, warmer. Yeah, ours had slightly more IBUs, but it it started becoming work the longer we were in there and the the beer Yeah, got just warmer. the hot, just the heat and all that kind of stuff coming into play. Uh, again, the ambiance of the place. So again, it was the whole building. It's very much if you're from where we're at, it's very similar to Kawia. They've got dartboards. They've got um, cornhole set up. Uh, they uh, they have a basketball hoop. Um, it but they've got the the wood tables up top, the standing tables with the bar to be able to sit at. Again, even the mugginess. It was just kind of like, wow, this is Kawia. Um, so just kind of this industrial, it has that small microbrew feel to it. Um, and so it was awesome. Had a great time there. Uh, I mean, we were only there for probably, what, like a half hour, I think, and then we walked out. Yeah, at this point, we were trying to get through as many places as possible because we had a couple of spots to hit on our way into San Diego. Uh, our friend Nolan was... His schedule when he was arriving was kind of fluctuating, and so, um, yeah, we had places to be and people to see, so it was kind of more like drink a beer as quickly as possible, on to the next one. All right, so let's go uh, customer service at Second Chance. 
It was fine. It was, I don't know, seven. Yeah, it was fairly mediocre. I'd also probably give it a seven. Uh, ambiance. The time we were there did not like the ambiance. Um, but I think we all admitted, we all kind of talked about it. If we had come there probably six o'clock, they had, they probably would have rolled the windows up, the doors, all the uh, metal doors up and allowed air in. And it was still too warm in the day for that really to help. So it wasn't yeah. like they were being idiots about it. It's just, it was the worst time of day to hit that location. Um, and while we were there, more and more people, we came, when we got there, there weren't that many people there. And then the, the longer we were there, it was a steady trickle of people who were clearly getting off work coming in. It seemed like a lot of regulars. So yeah, it's obviously a pretty cool place to be at. Um, I mean, the ambiance, but even just taking out the um, the heat, it was fine, it, but it wasn't anything special. Um, you know, there was a lot of seating. You could all kinds of different places to sit, but it was all, it was very minimalistic. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably get the, give it a six. I'd probably give it a six as well. I thought that it was really hot in there. I think that it was, I like, I still like the vibe that's there, and I'd probably be there on a Friday at 4 o'clock um, fairly regularly if I was in the area, um, but I would just view that as my local beer place where I would just want to go because um, I don't think it gets too crowded or anything like that, but it was great. Uh, beer that we tried, how'd you like the beer on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, 7. 7, good. Just uh, got worse as you progressively went through it. I'd, I'd give mine a 7. It was good. It was just kind of forgettable. Um, just kind of a mediocre-ish um, kind of thing, but it was still tasty. Nothing bad. Uh, and any miscellaneous scores um, for them? No. Nothing to sway the average? No, I don't think so. All right. not, that I rem- not that I remember. I don't remember anything to give it a miscellaneous score either way. I was like, the fact that they're pro dogs, awesome for me, but I, I could understand how that'd be off-putting for other people. So I think that's where the name comes from. I think they're like built around like uh, dogs, like dog, dog rescues. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then we have uh, from there. We were like, all right, let's head on to our next spot. So we headed down to Miramar, um, just past Mira Mesa. And stopped off at White Labs. Now, White Labs is kind of a unique spot. They do a lot of yeast production for a lot of the brewing companies around the world or, and around the United States. Um, and so a lot of the stuff that they experiment with is yeast um, in their beers. So um, when we are trying beers there, and we'll kind of explain um, how that works because we kind of walked in there. And Tim, you ordered first, right? I ordered first. I only, I saw a, I first, I, I just saw a cold IPA and I was like, that's it. That's what I want. And so I said, I'll take the cold IPA. And the bartender said, which one? To which I didn't have an answer. And he quickly said, how do you want, how about a side-by-side pour of the two? Amazing. Never <laughs> even heard of this concept, but I'm all in. And it should happen at every yeah. bar. Um <laughs> And apparently it's one of the things they're known for. Um, I've got their menu up right now, so it's clearly something that they're that they do. So they pour you um an eight ounce, so it's four ounces of each uh what was it, eight ounces of each? It's eight ounces it, of it, each. You can get a four ounce or an eight ounce. And I did an eight ounce of each side by side, two cold IPAs to, to taste. Uh 
I I'm looking at their current beer list menu that the colds are not listed, so I don't know which is which. And even if I did, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was better. We like number one. Over one number was two, slightly but... better than the other, but both were very good. Yeah. Um... And yes, they. So on their current menu, they've got two American light lagers. They've got two honey blondes. They've got two hoppy lagers. Uh, they've got two Vienna lagers. They've got two brown ales, and they've got two pale ales, all at the same time. Or then there's others. There's a uh, two hazy. No, they're just ales. Uh, two light IPAs and two imperial IPAs. So they're clearly um, doing these two different things, and you know, experimenting. I guess trying to figure out which one's better than the other. Uh, maybe it's helping them on selling yeast i don't know but it's a very cool concept yeah and you can buy yeast packets in the store and that kind of stuff it's uh there there's really cool aspects of the people down in san diego promoting a lot of these breweries are promoting the making of beer they want other people to get in on this process uh ballast point has it to where they have stores that are added on to their breweries to where people can go and buy yeast and hops and all that kind of stuff and buy this equipment to make beer um, and so that's really good. I did not do the side-by-side. I was confident in my choice. I said I want number one, and that's the one that I want. So I got a 16-ounce pour of number one, and it was delicious. The beer was awesome. Um, we sat up at the bar, and we had a great time just chatting, decompressing, kind of deciding what we were going to do. Again, at this point, when we had gotten there, Traffic was starting to pick up in San Diego. So San Diego doesn't actually get a lot of traffic that's associated with Southern California um, and being a big city, but it does get it really bad um, at rush hour. So rush hour, you can, you're guaranteed to be in traffic for about 30 minutes, no matter what. So if you wait until about 5.30 or 6, you can make it back, um, to your house or whatever without any problems and usually you can just drive straight through and especially in the north county or the northeast county it's where the the traffic is all headed and funneling towards um but it was a friday night so uh, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do next and so it was a nice place to kind of decompress the ambiance i mean it was a small bar um really uh but it was great had an awesome time um, we did have a bartender that tried to segue his way into every single conversation. So we'd be sitting there talking amongst ourselves and he'd just be like, what was that? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't even know what he would talk to us about. That bartender was like going on about something and he was like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, it was just really odd. There were two bartenders. Both bartenders were very nosy. But the one bartender wasn't pushy about it, but he kept getting pushed out of the way by the second bartender. Yeah, the other guy was more like... Uh, Managing that guy? <laughs> the one guy was just being friend... Like, I I had intentionally worn my Moonlight Brewing Company shirt because I expected we were going to go to society, so I wanted the society see me wearing this and maybe struck, strike up a conversation, so... This guy was from that area. So I was like, oh, Moonlight. So he starts chatting. And cle- clearly, boss man bartender was not having, w- it. not having any of it. He's like, hey. So just shut it down. Get and back to then, work. 
Like we'd be, yeah, we'd be in the middle of a conversation. Like we were talking sports, I think. Yeah. And like he didn't baseball. even turn his back. He was pouring a beer and just started talking with his face towards the wall where the beer's at. And it's like he was halfway through a sentence. And I think we all, all of a sudden just realized he was, realized talking, to he us. was talking to us and it just injected it himself into the conversation. We were talking about the uh the jerseys, the, the jerseys, the MLB, yes. the, uh, City, the Connect City, jerseys. City Connect jerseys. Yeah, and, and he was chiming in on all of it, and he was like, all right. Um, and then he like started talking to uh, Eric about his goofy tattoo, and then we started talking about other things, and he'd hop back in, and it was like, what is going on? It was just bizarre. Um, he was friendly. It was just a little off-putting. It was like, all right, man. Um so that was our overall experience at White Labs. Um, so, uh, Tim, what would you score the customer service at uh, White Labs? <laughs> a seven. A seven. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give him a seven as well. Uh, it was it was a little off putting, but not really. Nah, it wasn't bad. Uh, Ambiance. It was a light. It was a small location. It was small. It was bar esque, but they had a spot in the back where they do like trivia nights and stuff. Um, well, that room looked like a break room. <laughs> yeah, I know that is what it looked like. Uh, in fact, I, like I, I walked past it going to the bathroom. I'm like, that is a massive break room for a place this big. And maybe, <laughs> that, maybe they have a lot of people working in the back. Uh, yeah, it was like a bar. It wasn't really like a brewery. It was fine. It was a. I'll give it a seven. It wasn't off putting or anything. Um, and and again, this is really meant, meant to be a place that's selling stuff to other breweries. The I think the the brewery aspect's almost a, a second thought for right. them. So, yeah, I would give it a seven as well. As far as ambiance goes, it wasn't anything spectacular or anything in that uh, genre. Little or nothing, just so everyone's. If you're like so far, nothing's been rated. Yeah, we're not. Nothing's really gonna get. Uh. Everything's going to be within a range probably of maybe five or six at worst to ten. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, beer that we tried. Now, you got to try two, and you can rate them both. Uh, they were both combined. They were they were an eight. I really liked the beer there. Combined, they were an eight. I'm going to give mine a ten because I picked the right one, and it was really, really good. Um, I really, it was actually my favorite beer of the weekend. Um, really? All right. What did I have that was better? I don't know. We'll get there. It was my favorite beer of the weekend. I, I really enjoyed the cold IPA that I had there. I thought it was really tasty all the way through. Um, and that's why I, I'd give it a 10. I don't know if I'm giving anything else on this list a 10 as far as beer goes for the rest of the I time. I was not expecting that. Uh, miscellaneous, um, any miscellaneous scores that you want to give out for, uh, no, I do. I want to give one out. Uh, I'm giving out a miscellaneous score, uh, for the very thing that you just said about the fact that these guys, uh, this isn't their top priority. I like that they are designed for people to come in there and try stuff though. Um, so it's a mech, it's a mixture of this isn't. What their main business is about, this isn't where they make money, but they're in there and they're having people try stuff and then 
the the two eight ounce pours needs to be given points. I feel like, I that's insane. Nobody has ever asked that ever. Like anybody's like, hey, we got these two IPAs. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point because there's a lot of places like Stone could easily do that. There's a lot of places that have two or three, uh, at least two of of something that's uh, similar. You know, and you similar like... but different. I mean, I, I again, I had the list up. Um, just to give everybody an idea, because I feel like I'm kind of grading these guys down. I'm not grading these guys as high as I should. I'm giving the them a nine. About, I'm like, giving them a nine for this. In my for opinion. instance, you could go here if you like a lager. They've got two lagers. Tasting notes on one, um, and and again, they don't even have like they don't give their beers clever names. They're literally. Um, alpha alphanumeric numbers and what type of beer it is. Right, and so, so if this is the WLP eight thirty German Lager yeast. Tasting notes: white gummy bear, lime, and pine. Then the Mexican Lager with a similar WLP nine forty. Taste notes: strawberry, ruby, grapefruit. So, picture yourself. You like lager. You don't really think much of it. It's just the lager's a lager. You go there. Two different kinds of, I mean, yeah, that place is about tasting beer. Correct. So, oh, okay. So sit down, try the different, see how it's different, and actually understand there. No, there is a little more depth to lagers than maybe what you're expecting. Yeah, I think that if you're doing a beer trip through San Diego, you have to stop at White Labs. I think so. Like, if you are serious about beer and you want to taste beer, I think you need to stop at White Labs. And if you have a wide beer palette, and I'm actually, this is the hard part, is I'm sad that we didn't spend like an evening there. Like, well, there's a lot of places. We'll get. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get okay, to that. No, in no, there, no, 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 like, no. That's that's a good point. This is on the list. Not every place we went to did we feel like we wanted to spend more time there. No. Stone, I feel like there's other opportunities to go back, so I'm not putting them on the list. This one is one that I definitely wish, if we hadn't done the style of trip we had, that would have been a place. Uh, and Nolan wasn't coming into town. It was just us on our own time frame. It would have been like, we're blowing off the other places we're going to go and just stay here for a while. We're just going to stay here and we're going to try what different flavor notes of beer taste like. Because I felt like it was still kind of rushed in what we were doing. So, um, But it was great. Um, So I gave him a nine for that. So is there a score you want to give him for the miscellaneous category? I'll give him nine too. Yeah, I like it. All right. So we hopped in our cars, and like I said, we tried to avoid traffic, so we headed out right um, when work got off, and it, it's only befitting because we went to this place called Ale Smith. On Ale Smith Road, we're staying in Miramar, by the way. It was like right down the street. I think it was a four-minute drive to Ale Smith. Ask us what we ordered there. Uh, Tim, what did you order there? Okay, so... No way you remember. I... I remember... Okay, I need to I need to be very clear about this. I don't because I don't want revisionist history. So, on Sunday, did we? I on Sunday we were we were unpacking the trip at our the last place we went to, or the second to last place we went to. I thought, or the second to last place we went to. Did we not even forget where we went? Did we, I think we forgot this this brewery? No. To, Colton remembered Eric and Tim had forgotten. And I was like, no, guys, we went to Alesmith. But you even had no memory of it. I don't. No, I remember it. 
I'm just like, I say that it was forgettable. That's what I say. So like, I feel like second chances beer was forgettable where it was, it got lost in the mix where as like, I was adamant, like stones beer was like one of the top ones on my list. I said that white labs cold IPA was my favorite beer. Um, and in between those, I had a second chance and I had a, <laughs> and a alesmith that I was like, meh, you know, uh, to Do where I don't what you remember. Had? No, no clue what I had. We got there. And so if, I remembered what I have, but it's because it's it's a memorable name, and it's their three ninety four pale ale, which is named after Tony Gwynn's lifetime batting average. Okay. Which I also didn't remember until the next day. I was like, I've had that before. I bought it in cans. <laughs> I just forgot. So I drove all the way down there and bought a beer I'd had before, which yes was arguably fresh and on tap. But I was trying as much as possible. He was watching Zabie to to order something that I had not had before, unless it was just like, I you know this is can't uh, this this is a can't miss. Like I might have done that at Stone if I hadn't been driving. But everything that I wanted to get that is uh that would have been nice fresh was was not fitting with me drinking and driving. So I had to go low on the pale ale and the fruity uh, green gummy beer. Um. So I did. What did you guys get? All right, I'm gonna try and figure this out. I'm looking up the beer list right now to be able to tell you what party I got. Party oh. tricks. Oh, party tricks is what I had. All right. Yeah, I had party tricks. Um. Uh, what type of beer was that? It's a West Coast IPA coming at six point eight percent. Yeah, that was mine. I had that. I think uh Eric ended up with a pills though. There. So uh, I saw that one. Um, and like I said, it was fine. Uh, said it was tasty, and we'll... uh, maybe not. But at the end of the day, I will say I didn't even remember the location at first. But when I, <laughs> they actually liked our my post on Instagram. I saw the photo, and I instantly remembered it was a very nice location. It yeah, was the location is awesome. Huge. Huge, massive. It's on Ailsmith Road. It's on Ailsmith Road. Talk about pretentious names. But it's cavernous <laughs> inside and very large outside seating area. Yeah, and they have like an upstairs area. It was um, very – how that one food truck was servicing that whole place, I don't know. But uh, that place could look like it could have easily had two different kinds. But yeah, um, they know how to manage their food. But, man, it was it was huge. It was awesome. Definitely worth stopping in. Uh, if you're in the area, but it just wasn't a highlight of our trip, in my opinion. That's what I would say about it. The beer wasn't, yeah, the beer wasn't um, a standout. It wasn't a standout. All right, so customer service, what would you rate it? Uh, <laughs> I think it, it was fine. <laughs> a seven. I mean, it seemed like we got a beer pretty quickly. For as how it, large it was, they did have a lot of bartenders back there. I didn't. We did. didn't have to wait at all to get a beer. We didn't have to wait at all to get a beer, and I didn't have to wait at all to close my tab out. So yeah, um, they'll get a seven from me just because. Again, don't remember much. Uh, Nothing. Seven, probably sevens all the way around. Seven no, for ambiance. Uh, a nine for the ambiance. All right, a nine. I was gonna give him an eight, so I'll give him an eight for the ambiance beer that we tried. I'll give it a seven. Again, you'll find that seven is kind of our mediocre score. That's the, that's the real like, 
if it was mediocre some, being it wasn't memorable but it wasn't at all but it like, wasn't mediocre like right. i wouldn't sit there and be like that mirror that beer was just kind of just mm. the least memorable of what we had yeah exactly and then uh miscellaneous scores anything to give them for Mm-mm. nope because can't remember anything all right then we went on uh from there i'm drinking my other beer does yours have floaties in it mine does oh no well, maybe. How long ago did you pour it? Yeah, I've got floaties. We are sedimentary out here. That happens. Uh, so, we were going to hit Societe, but we yes. ran out of time. We did run- we're going to get to that later. Because I have 20 stops on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not on Tim's list, but I'll talk about it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's on the list. <laughs> We didn't actually hit Society Brewing Company. No, which, we didn't hit is, Society Brewing which Company. Is the, which we're reviewing breweries. Regret of the tour. That is the one regret of the trip, I think. Yeah. We didn't we didn't fit it in, but But it again, you'll you will understand you'll why. You'll understand why and it got replaced by a hidden gem that we stumbled, uh, stumbled upon late on Saturday. So uh, So Ballast Point uh well, okay, so we go from there we get we go in our check into our room now our room <laughs> our room is a motel room that has been put as a studio apartment in little italy san diego right like there's was there was there any difference between our room and a motel room no it was a motel 6 room yeah that's all it was. Actually, the bed was more comfortable than a Motel 6 room. The, the bed was more comfortable. It was like a Motel 6 studio, and then it had a kitchenette in there, which literally had no utensils. There was, or Like, there was no upgraded amenities or anything like that. It was oh, just... and then Eric did point out that the uh, the shower head was similar to the one in Seinfeld that knocks <laughs> Kramer. Kramer out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, it had some serious pressure. It was nice. But it also it was, was like, you know, it was also, lower back. <laughs> yeah, when I was the first one to use the shower, and I was like, "Oh no, this blast!" I'm, I'm, no, I'm like, I'm having to bend down for this. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like for everybody else who's like five, six inches taller than me. So, <laughs> uh, um, so, but other than that, the stay was just fine. We'll get to the stay in a minute. Uh, but uh, Nolan shows up. Uh, we're right next to the airport. Literally, the the planes are. Uh, are flying probably five feet above the the uh, the second story. Yeah. Okay. So us. they literally are flying over. Our, we're not. I'm. We're not exaggerating. Like if I had a gun and I pointed it exactly ninety ninety degrees up, I could have shot a plane. One hundred percent. Tank. Sorry, we're trying to get Tank from Stop. uh chewing up his bed. Um, it's very needy since, since I was, <laughs> my wife was again. also gone the same weekend I was gone at a girl's, uh, ladies trip out in Palm Springs. So he's very angry that we were gone a couple days. So we're, oh, there it is. There's all my sediment. Um, dump the rest of my cannon. I should have known when you said that you had sediment in your can that I shouldn't have uh, just like <laughs> left the bottom stuff down. Um, it's like, yeah. So literally, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I feel like I need a spoon to. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, we're right under the path of San Diego Airport. Although it what it really wasn't that much of a big deal. No. They weren't super loud. I I didn't notice them until like seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, when it was about time to start waking up. But the second morning it was worse because one of us had opened up the window so you could hear it more. But with the window closed, you couldn't really wasn't it wasn't terrible at all. Um, no, but the place is walkable to. The location, it's it's in a perfect spot. Um, it's close to the airport for uh, Nolan. It's not far from Pacific Beach in La Jolla, which is where we're going to end up. It's not far from North North Park. It's just in a prime location. Yeah, and then it's walking distance from some other breweries that we plan on going, literally walking distance. So it's right in the middle where we want to be. Yeah. And super cheap. And so... We walked from there down to Ballast Point, which was across the five. It was very much a dude's place, though. Ballast Point? No, the place we were staying at. Like, if you're taking a lady, I don't know that you're lady. Yeah, don't don't go there. This is a uh, roughing it trip. Yeah, don't go there with your wife. Like, it's, it was fine. Like, well, again, I wouldn't go there with your wife. Um, But it was a good trip. Uh, and it was fine for us. So we walk underneath the five and we get to Ballast Point Brewing. Um, now, Ballast Point has a special place in my heart as one of my favorite breweries um, in the state of California. I really love Sculpin so much. Um, tank? <laughs> Um, Ballast Point is one of, like I said, it's one of my favorites, so I love Sculpin, love, um, love a lot of beers that they serve on tap, um, but that night I was there to drink one thing and one thing only, and Tim's rolling his eyes, because he knows, uh, they have a double IPA there that is watermelon flavored, and I love that thing, it's called the Watermelon Dorado, it's super tasty, um, it has a lot of watermelon flavoring in it. So if you don't like watermelon candy, you will not like this. Um, and some people are like, I like watermelon candy, but I don't want it in my beer. And I'm like, that's fine. Let me have my, let me have my guilty pleasure and leave me alone. Um, it's delightful. Uh, but it's really good. It is high ABV though. You're looking at, uh, do you have it pulled up on there? You can't, no, you can buy it in cans. Uh, what's my ABV on uh, yeah, you can buy it in cans because you took it to Vegas one year. I didn't take it to Vegas. I bought it in Vegas. That you was the thing. It in Vegas. I like I had I had not seen that beer in like three years, and then I saw it in Vegas, and I was like, no way. Okay, wait. What's the what's the ABV on it? Trying to find. Oh, okay. Um. So that was really tasty. Now you can only get what it was a twelve ounce pour for me. That's okay. It, like I said, I. I don't want to make up numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in the ballpark of a 10 percenter. Um, 10% on the nose. 10%. Thank goodness. Okay. I didn't want to over-exaggerate. And it's sold year-round now. It didn't used to be. It used to just be a special that came out. Um, and so now it's a year-round pour. And it's delicious uh, if you're into that sort of thing. Tim and Eric Pedersen are not. Me and Nolan, big fans. Uh, Tim, what did you drink at... Uh, that's a great question. I'm trying to go through and look. 
Uh, well, if we didn't, if Tim doesn't remember, Nolan had ordered uh, Dorado as well, and he also ordered a Sculpin on tap. Eric had a Sculpin, and he also had the Friar Ale. One thing, shout out to Ballast Point and a lot of San Diego is I love how much they have rallied around their baseball team there. Since the Chargers oh, have left, that. everybody has gone all in on the baseball team, and so it's been great to see. Um, and so the Friar Ale, um, whenever the Padres are playing, gets uh, gets sold at a cheaper price and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's it's great. I had the Fathom IPA. Oh, the Fathom. Meh. <laughs> it's good it's, yeah it's good it's just sculpin's better that's the hard part uh and it uh yeah did you even have a sculpin on tap no I you did. just had the one beer oh you did um and then we ordered some food which uh we got some black pepper wings we got black pepper wings i don't know how the hell they cooked those things but it was like that was were so good they were skinless. They were skinless, they and they had air fried them or something. So the chicken had, had the fried. consistency of a pig that had been like cooked over a deep pit. It was yeah, like, it was crispy. It was so good. Yeah, and it was but just, it was like smoke. It was like a smoky flavor. Been, yeah, they've been no... smoked. So I think they've been slowly smoked over a fire, which gave and then without the skin, that's what There's gave no... it that. But we talked about it because it didn't have the pink. You know, like when you smoke chicken, it gets pink. Yeah, that's true. So that was the thing. We were like, "What happened to this chicken?" Like it was, it was really tasty, but a conundrum to both of us. Yes. Was just like what, <laughs> what caused this? Um, Eric had some chili cheese thing, which looked disgusting, but probably tasted really. He good. said it was amazing. He and, said those were delicious. He uh, said the beer cheese was so good. Yeah, it just it was one of those. You know, it was, it was a. It was a mess when it showed up, but you know, oftentimes they were chili cheese fries. I mean, fries, just like right? yeah, they, I was like, if or they I was like, yeah, they were chili cheese fries at the end of the day. And let's be honest, if anybody were to serve a Frito bowl, yeah. you'd be like, that's a mess. But yeah. you're like, nah, this is the shit. Like you know, and then Nolan got a hot dog, which he said was immaculate. But I mean, like a hot dog's a hot dog. Um, well, it depends on what. Yeah, I, you know that I don't mean a hot dog's a hot dog, <laughs> but. I still, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go, unless you're a hot dog joint, I'm not trying to order one at a bar, but apparently it was really good. So, um, food there was really good. Um, and we had a great time. The, the spot is super cool in little Italy. Well, um, it's off it's the hook. really long. Um, so there's spots, there's dining area, there's like a free seating area. Then there's an outdoor patio area that's covered. Um, there was a room side. down the hall where so, we went to the bathroom. Yeah, it looked like, a, private like room. a private party going yeah, on. Yeah, there's there. a private party room. Uh, there's a gift shop in the back. There's places where you can buy cases of beer. Um, super great. I love Ballast Point's theme uh, that they do for their brewery. So it's a lot of the skeletons and the fish and the deep sea diving and all that kind of stuff. So that was a lot of fun um there uh, we had a blast hanging out catching up tim heard great stories um <laughs> so it was it was awesome so what would you give uh customer service at ballast point uh, uh seven yeah you'll find that most customer service that we went into it, it was fair it was just fine nothing that stood out but it was still really great um so f uh ambiance what would you give it 
probably an eight just because it was it was off the hook but that's a little unfair to the places we'd been to earlier in the day because we were hitting this place at like six o'clock or something so it was like yeah. prime drinking time but well, it, was, it was busy but, I'm but it gonna... was still a really good it was a good good place i'm giving it a nine i really enjoyed it um and the time that we had there um beer that we tried uh nine i'm giving mine a nine as well uh i love the dorado i just wish it didn't come in a 12 ounce pour i wanted it in a 16 so that's my <laughs> only complaint well you say that but i don't know i don't know yeah if... we'll get to that later <laughs> all right miss uh any miscellaneous scored food uh i think should play a part in this uh, nine so, nine i'd give it a nine as well so for food although if i gave the fish and chips a nine i should probably give it an eight <laughs> that's like, the problem that's i haven't really thought through i gave the fish and chips a 10 so i'll give mine an eight <laughs> all right just to make sure everything's bouncing out otherwise someone's gonna keep track at home and be like, <laughs> you're scoring for shit <laughs> I, I said that we could do points but i feel like that's just too much of a headache um all right uh so from there we walked down the street we headed to the spot that we had read about online where it was like 100 can't miss um, this spot we pulled into Burgeon Beer Company. Yeah, Burgeon. Yeah, Burgeon. We pulled into Burgeon Brewing, and uh, it was first, a brisk walk down there. Yeah. Uh, first. Uh, first impressions, Tim. Yeah. So I said <laughs> it was like a, it was like going to a Chipo- beer Chipotle. It was okay. If you've ever been in Chipotle before, yes. It, it, I when he said it, I was like, like, I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> because that was the vibe that I or like a. Uh, it was like, look, it was very clean behind the counter, uh, very minimalistic behind the counter, and then just a, like a lot of like pine and the live piping, like yeah, everywhere, it, and know. then a lot. It, it was not like a brewery traditional brewery in my estimation yeah and you had said you had said if you want to compliment about it it was it was almost like a high-end street side cocktail bar yeah you know (laughs) so i was like but yeah chipotle made sense and uh and it's almost like something that if you're walking down the city because you had stools that faced out towards the street you would walk by and you would see people having a drink and you'd be like, oh, man, that seems like a nice cocktail bar to go in and have like a nice Cosmo and then hop out. Um, so um, but uh, we ended up ordering some beers while we were there. Shocker. I know. What did you have? I had the Trivana IPA. What did I have? There's a campsite IPA. I didn't have that one. A couple hazies. Title change collab with made west problem is they're showing all the ones that are for sale by can citra by the sea hazy trivana ipa carlsbad crush pale ale another hazy i must have the trivana no wait maybe somebody else bought me a beer there and i just have no in there was a couple times where where we were buying each other beers and so i had no say in what i was getting and i just was given a beer and that may have been one of those times because i was like i don't even remember ordering a beer at this place so um oh yeah there's the yeah and we have we have a picture of it right we have pictures of it and yeah it's uh it's very much uh and we didn't try any food there or anything because we're seeing some food on the 
on the feed and that kind of stuff. But the hard part about this place was it was very forgettable. The beer, again, was kind of where it wasn't mediocre or anything like that. It was just something in this whole scheme of the trip where we just didn't remember it. Um, oh, here we go. Truvana is one of the West Coasts. Then there's a Simcoe part of one West Coast Pale Ale. Best West Coast. I think that's what you had. You I had think that's best. what I had. I had the best. I think I don't remember what Nolan got, but I think Eric got like a Pilsner. He got a Pils, and Nolan got the Pils as well. So they got the Pistil, which is a German Pilsner. So both of them got Pilsners, and Nolan in this process was trying to catch up. So there was a stone um, <laughs> tasting room, like. Yeah. Three doors down. So Nolan runs over there. He walks in. And he goes, I don't know. What did he even order? I think he ordered the POG. Yeah. So he orders the POG. They set it down, which is their double hazy that they've got out for, um, <laughs> that they've got out right now for summer. They usually put it out during summer. And it's like a tangerine, tropical, pineapple, whatever. And he said that the vibes were off in there. And if you've been to that tasting room, that kind of makes sense. I have no issues with that tasting room, but it, it's a quiet kind of. It's it, well, so we're it's a little prob- bit more intimate. We're on the we're in the last hour before close. We're somewhere probably around nine nine inside the nine to ten o'clock window. So yeah, and it's a little bit more intimate in there. And so he goes, he goes and sets out at a table. It says all right, and just pounds the beer. And if you know Nolan. He drank the beer in a, in probably one and a half seconds, and I wish I could make that up, um, but no, that's about how long it takes him if he actually tries to pound a beer. So he goes and he finishes it in a in a second and a half. He goes and drops it off at the bar and says, thank you very much, and leaves and comes back. So now Nolan is only three stops behind us if you've been playing along because we had to pick him up after we had already made four stops. Comes back, he finishes his Pilsner with the rest of us, and... Uh, we move on to our next brewery. Um, but again, Burgeon don't have super vivid memories of Burgeon or anything like that. So, um, but let's go through and let's rate it. Uh, customer service. Seven. Seven. Seven for me too. Again, kind of mediocre. Well, not mediocre, but just, you know, nothing stand out. Ambiance. Seven. Tim's giving it a seven. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, yeah, I, I'll give it a six. Too. I, I wasn't a big fan personally. Yeah, I was like, I'll yeah. give it a six too. I was like, it's not some place that I would return to. Where I was like, yeah, uh, I, I'm sure it, some people probably like it. It's just not our thing. Mm-mm. We're used to the more uh, kind of rough, rough around the edges. Yeah. Beer that we tried. Uh, seven. I seven mean, is what I'm giving it as well. Um and misc. Uh, any miscellaneous scores for it? No. I've got none for it either. And that was Burgeon. So we leave Burgeon. And Tim is adamant. We got to move and let's hit Carl Strauss. Because you know? it's like 940. It is like 940. It's 940 if not and 945. I was, like, I was adamant. I was like, I don't think they're going to let us in. There's no way no, that they're going to let us in. Yeah, it was... It's going to be 10 o'clock. And so we go, and luckily we brought Nolan with us because Nolan doesn't give a rat's ass about asking anybody about anything. <laughs> so we pull up to Carl Strauss at, uh, now it was 9.45 when we left Virgin. 
he we pull up to Carl Strauss at like 9:53, 9:55, and he walks in there and says, "You guys open to let some guys have some beer?" So which means that they didn't call last call because they let us in to drink some beer. Yeah, but she gave a look like against my better judgment. Yes, I have no clue. I was not paying attention to that at all. And a beer got served to me that I did not order. And I know that one for a fact. I have no clue what we drank that night. Um, I know that it was on the wall um, at Carl Strauss. Um, now, also, something to note is that if you're playing along with us right now, you should know that this is the seventh stop of the day, which we didn't start drinking till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Correct. So. This is we. I know we were. We got each of us got the Tower X West Coast IPA, which the is Tower a X seven point three. Fuck you, whoever. Ordered it. <laughs> it was tasty. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've always kind of had like kind of a chip on my shoulder about Carl Strauss. I'm always like, man, like it's always been kind of mediocre. But I do remember tasting it and being like, ah, this is actually pretty good. Um, and that might have just been me fighting my like chagrin against Carl Strauss. Um, where I, I've tried some things and I've always been like, their IPAs are kind of mediocre, um, overhyped or whatever. But I, I tasted that one and I was like, this one was pretty good. Now, uh, what did you say about the ambiance, Tim? It was depressing in there. It was like a, it was like a old Dave and Buster's. And not because nobody was in there. No, it was just, I don't know how long this location's been open the problem so the problem that Carl Strauss has I just had it open. Their problem is they're a victim of too much growth. So they have downtown San Diego, Sorrento Mesa, wherever the hell that is. They have a ro- location in Carl Carlsbad, Forest Ranch, Temecula, Anaheim. I've been in the one in Anaheim. Actually the one in Anaheim's really cool. It's across the street from Anaheim Stadium. They have one in downtown LA. It is right in the middle of downtown. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have nine locations. When you have nine locations, you don't really have the money to make sure that your locations are always hip and up to date. This place looked outdated and yeah, because of the time of night we were there and it already cleared out even on a Friday. It was a little bit depressing. It was just it was like a very woody inside. Like anyway, it was just it wasn't my cup of tea. So I would give it a I'll give it a solid five on ambiance. You're giving it a five on ambiance there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough around the edges. Yeah. And I'm gonna stipulate that I'm probably might not be. That might not be completely fair because it was the end of the night. And like you said, we were seven beers in. <laughs> yes. Um, and so. Well, I mean, some of us were seven beers in. Some of us were eight or nine beers in. Like, <laughs> it's just how it goes. I I think that, yeah, the it, it looked a little old and crusty, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, and especially when it comes to competing in this brewery market where things are coming out all the time, staying flashy and new, I think you are having to compete with that a bit. And so you need to keep updating as you go along. I'm sitting there and saying that, you know, well, this is how we've always been. It's not going to work for you. 
Um, now I'm not a business. I don't own Carl Strauss, so I'm not, uh, and I'm not going to pretend to just sit there and tell them how to do their stuff, but I'm just saying this is something that I would be concerned about, especially in the years to come as San Diego continues to grow and a lot of their breweries continue to take over, um, those areas because it, it's a matter of months and breweries can grow to insane size in San Diego because of how successful they are. Um, so, uh, but what we will say is that they stayed up plenty past their closing. Uh, we were the only people left in the bar. We had a funny moment where we literally got kicked out and it was deserved. We should, yes, we should have been kicked out. I didn't even check the time. I have we had no been idea sitting what time there was. like having a conversation. Remember, we showed up at nine fifty-five. It was supposed to be ten o'clock when we were supposed to leave. Right, that was when they closed, and we're sitting there just having a normal conversation. The bartender it was probably, walked by. It was closer to ten than we think. It was probably like a 10, 10, 10, 10, 15. 10, 15 But we had clearly. And behind us, to our left, was this group, and we had been thinking that they were a part of the. Actually, no, it was probably closer to 10.30 or something. I don't look at, I'm looking at something else to gauge my time. So, yeah, it, we were we, the only people left in there were people who were who worked there, who worked there. And it was funny because they it, had already cleaned the place and were basically like, all right, we'll re we'll repackage the silverware in napkins while, while these jackasses sit at the at the at the, at the bar and keep gabbing about nothing yeah the bartender walks up and she says you guys have six minutes left like (laughs) i got nothing left for you and we're like oh okay and like we just figured that was like last call basically um and then nolan was like all right we gotta leave and i was like yeah and tim was like what are you talking about she said we had like six minutes and it's like that's when we gotta go and we're like no dude we're like the only people left in the bar and i didn't even notice like i was like I just knew that she said you had six minutes to get out of here. And I was like, okay. And I was like, da 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 And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we are the last people in the bar. Because, yeah, these people are over here just re-wrapping silver. Yeah, there had been, in my mind, people, there had been people not working there who had been around us. They were, yes. But I think I had lost track of time. I was like, what? There's people here. And then I turn around and to my right and there's nobody. (laughs) There's no one there. It was like, Oh, downtown city street. And then I turn to my left over my shoulder and there's like three people just giving us the stink eye, rolling up silverware and napkins. Like, Oh, okay. And Nolan's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) We're the only ones here. Okay. Yep. And I think we were all still milking our beers. So, uh, had to toss them back real quick. Yeah, so uh, so if you are listening to this and you worked at Carl Strauss Brewery, we want to apologize. <laughs> but we also want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so my one and only 10 that I'm going to give for customer service is going to Carl Strauss. Okay, all so, right. I mean, like, I, you got to give it to them. They no, stayed up absolutely. late for us. They like, could have easily said, hell no, we're closed. I know. And they, and they won. They didn't say that. And then they let us there for a while we i was like i remember me and nolan were having some good conversation over there because if we were there yeah if we were there till ten thirty, we were there probably 40 minutes after we walked in so right um but even if we were there till like ten fifteen, we were well after uh close so so 10 in customer service i, I agree like, no, all right I the was beer like, was nine i'll give me. i was like i'll give the ambiance Given the ambiance of five, what are you giving the ambiance? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, five. Yeah, uh, again, old and crusty. Uh, beer that we tried. 
You said you were giving it a nine. I'm giving it a nine, and I do like a lot of their their beer. Um, I'm giving it an eight. Again, that's in my opinion, that was a surprise for me. I don't think I would have ever thought that I was going to give Carl Strauss an eight. So I was very impressed, and I was like, you know what, this is some place that I should go back out and try again um, from it. Uh, any miscellaneous scores that we should give? I don't think so. I no. think we covered pretty much everything that went on there. So good. All right. So from there, we were like, all right, we need to call an Uber. So we called an Uber. No, uh, no, no, no. I was perfectly, I think we were fine to walk. Nolan was adamant. Oh, he yeah. was not going to do that walk again. So he ordered an Uber and somehow, I think we must have gotten on our phones real quick to see what was still open. Because it yeah. was, let's say, 10.30-ish. Yeah. And as we said at the start of the podcast, everything was closed. Everything, most of the breweries closed at 10. But luckily, one <clears throat> in Little Italy, just a couple blocks from where we were staying, was Bolt Brewery, which, yeah, I got a ton of set. I got like a mountain at the bottom of my <laughs> We're drinking. The second beer we're having is... Uh, Focal banger from the Alchemist in Vermont, and it's tasty. But man, there's a lot of sentiment. I don't know if it's because they've been sitting in my refrigerator for That's a while, what it or is. What, but um, anyway, we find Bolt, which is open until midnight. Winning, awesome, or so we thought. So we get an Uber and get down to midnight uh, Bolt real quick, and. Somebody, which I think was Nolan, ordered four West Coast IPAs. Ordered, I believe, the OG IPA. Which, just so we're clear, nobody in here had any say in what we were drinking, but we were there to drink IPAs, and that's what he ordered. I think that's what it was, and it was an eight, it was 7.6%. And for me, at that time and night, after that many beers, it was work. But I drank it all. I drank it all, but it was the worst beer that we had on the trip, in my opinion. Yeah. It was not good. Uh, We put it in our mouth, and we were like, oh, no. Everybody was in, in like, agreement. We did drink it all, so it's not going to score less than a five for me. I nursed it. But, yeah, it. it was... It was not great, but we had a blast there. Um, we played. Uh, Nolan is known for the second he sees the touch tunes that he has to play music on it. So, uh, if you're ever wondering whoever buys music on those jukeboxes, um, that's our buddy Nolan. He spends about thirty dollars every time he sees one. Um, and so he played himself some country music in the middle of San Diego. Um, did we get? Did we get a little bit of food there too? We get any food? I thought we got a little bit of food. No, we to... were talking about trying to get food, but we never did. Okay, because was a, we. I think we all knew it was particularly for the three of us who had driven down and started early. It was, it was starting to pack up in the system. Yeah, we're starting to worry about the next morning. Yeah, but we didn't do anything about it, and so Nolan ordered, or and so Nolan started playing songs. He put twenty dollars in that thing or something. Like twenty four dollars. And we had a good time. Uh, music was great because Nolan was controlling music. Um, the whole bar was singing. The whole bar was singing places. Friends in Low Places. Friends in Low Places so it was and fun. one or two other songs. Uh, and 
honestly, the vibe was fairly chill. It was very much more bar-esque. So, I mean, sitting there and saying that White Labs was a bar is not even close to how close Bolt Brewery was to a bar. Okay, Bolt yeah. Was a bar. White Lab was set up like a bar, but it yes. was very chill. Again, that was partially because of the time of day we were there, but I don't, I don't think that place at all gets crazy. This place was like a college bar or a sports bar. Yeah. It was very loud. Younger group, there was uh, there was two tables next to us uh, that sang in the music, and they seemed like uh, military guys. It was that kind of place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had we drank it all there, or we drank all of our beers, and we headed home from there. So just if you're keeping track with us. That is eight breweries, one day. <laughs> All right. So after Bolt, or no, okay. So we wrap up Bolt and we walk home. Now, fun fact, Colton doesn't remember the walk home at all. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. I remember, no, I don't even know if I remember leaving Bolt Brewery. Nope, I don't. So, uh, at some point, we leave. Shout out to everybody that got me home. Was I, like, a problem? Did you have to no. carry me? Okay, cool. Uh, so, good. Glad to know that. Um, the walk-on was uneventful, even though at least two of, two of you don't remember walking home. Perfect. Um, but before we move on from there... Let's get to rating and reviewing Bolt. So customer oh, service, yeah. what would we do for Bolt? Seven. Seven, because again, can't remember it. Uh, but it obviously wasn't bad. Um, ambiance. Uh, I'll give it a nine. Nine. He liked the the college. No, I'll give it an eight. I'm oh. Just because, uh, no, I don't want to go too high on it. It was, it was fun to be in at that time of night, but it was very like... If I had been in there earlier in the day, like if that had been earlier, I, I think I would have been harsher on it. So, I'm giving it an eight also because I think at the time of the night and where we were at, it was just kind of a fun, uh, yeah, kind of a fun thing to go out and do. Um, beer that we tried, five. It's a five for me too. It's possibly the worst that I'll give a beer um, on this trip. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the worst. That I feel I'll like give. I need to go back to Bolt with some other time to give him another chance sure i don't know how much it was just not wanting whatever they were serving at that time of day or it just it just wasn't good so i don't know uh yeah and then we got to anything for miscellaneous no no i don't think so either boom and boom all right so we wake up the next morning so i mean we go to sleep um, and we wake up the next morning and the sleeping arrangements are not what we had anticipated. So, uh, Tim and I had originally planned this trip together and we were like, okay, we're going to be there. And then Eric and Nolan are just kind of like tag alongs. Um, we, we invited a bunch of our friends and we were like, Hey, who wants to go? We didn't get any responses back from anybody. And so, and even like Nolan, who we knew was going, um, was adamant that he was like, I'm gonna try to make it no matter what. Um, but we wouldn't be surprised if he canceled or anything like that. But he was um, 
he was like, yeah, don't put me down when you reserve the room. Just reserve it for the two, and then we'll see if we can add me on later. That was always the thing for him. And so I was like, okay, well, if we're going for two, then we're only going to get like one room so um, or one bed. So, And that's what happened. We got a room with one bed, and so it was like, okay, so Tim and I are going to sleep up on the bed, and then uh, Eric and Nolan, you guys are going to sleep on the floor. We tried to bring an air mattress, but the air mattress didn't have a cap for the airflow. So yeah, that, that was a disaster. That deflated. <laughs> um, and so two people had to sleep on the floor, which I'm glad that we found this out before we went to Little Italy because that was important and crucial to how everything went out. Yeah. I'm glad that we blew up the air mattress, which we had said we were like, we're not going to want to blow this up when we get yeah. Um, So we blew it up, and it didn't work. So... <laughs> Uh, we get back. Eric sleeps on the floor because he said he would. Nolan somehow ends up on the bed and sleeps on the bed, and Tim sleeps on the floor. Now, Nolan is 28 years old. I'm 28. Uh, Eric's 28. Tim is 51. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our 51-year-old is sleeping on the floor and just, like, dying over there, which I don't blame him. We wake up the next morning. And there's this mysterious ticking noise in the room. <laughs> and I go, guys, what the hell is this, like, ticking noise? Which also, I had been up. So Colton is notorious. I am notorious for never charging my phone. So I go up. As soon as I wake up, I check my phone. It says 645, which is right around the time that I normally wake up. I check my phone, and it dies, like, the second it shows me the time. And I was like, crap. So I'm like sitting there like twiddling my thumbs for like two hours before somebody finally wakes up. Um, But eventually people start casually waking up. I don't know if everybody wanted to wake up, but Nolan just started talking to the room. (laughs) Um, And so people are responding. And I asked, I was like, does anybody hear that mysterious ticking noise? Because I had been hearing it for a while. And Tim's like... (laughs) There's water dripping from the AC and they had an AC unit and it was dripping water and Tim was getting Chinese water tortured <laughs> in his sleep from the <laughs> from the uh the AC. So that was uh interesting, uh <laughs> to say the least. We had forgotten to give Eric a bed a blanket of any kind, and so he chimes in at one point, so he's like at least tonight, can somebody throw me a blanket? <laughs> and it was just a crazy thing. Because what's also funny about Eric wanting a blanket is that me and Nolan both slept on the bed. And neither one of us, we both slept on top of the covers like the entire yeah. night. So it was just this kind of weird whole situation of where we ended up sleeping. Now, three of the four of us wake up with monstrous hangovers. Uh, Eric has a monstrous hangover, I have a monstrous hangover, and Nolan has a monstrous hangover. We start hydrating immediately because, again, this is the uh, San Diego Beer Marathon. Yeah. We're able to laugh and and tell stories, but we're not able to shake our heads or move them <laughs> very quickly at all. But we had decided that we were going to go out for this place that does Belgian beers and Belgian waffles in North Park. 
San Diego. And so we set out for there um, after everybody's up and ready to roll. At what time did we go out? Like 9.45? I don't know, yeah, about 9.45, based on how long we had. Because we ended up with our brunch breakfast there. What, around like 11.35? Because we walked to a place that was then not open and then walked to another place that was around noon when stuff was opening up. So I, I want to say around, yeah. Yeah, right around 9.45. And so we get into this spot. It's a bar that's serving brunch. Well, we, 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 we go to the Belgian place and we can't find it. And it's apparently been replaced by a brewery called Black Plague, which I know you and I had seen when we were researching. And neither one of us were all that intrigued by it. And so, yeah, so we're like, all right, well, uh, one of us had heard another breakfast place down the road. So we start walking what we think are good to this place it's a couple blocks down the road and then we walk like five steps and we see somebody that says brunch and we're like like, yep yes (laughs) well and what's also funny is i said this i've said this a couple times but on the uber ride over from our because we go to north park which is north of balboa um if you're familiar with san diego which is more inland than where we were uh because little italy is like right there along the coast we go more into the city to get to north park and we go to this spot, and in that process, I am wanting—I'm not wanting to throw up, but there is like mm, the stomach is moving, and I feel queasy um, the entire ride over there. Yeah, our, our driver decides to take every right and left turn in San Diego. Oh my gosh, I was miserable. I couldn't look in directions. Uh, like I had to like anticipate turns and like slowly move my head as the car <laughs> like turned. I was like, oh no, I don't feel good. But here was the thing: is that it's the inaugural beer marathon, so you have to rally. That's the thing. We're at mile right at the end of the day. At what we had hit on Friday, we were at mile eight. Okay, you got to dig deep. You got to find that inner strength at mile eight, and you got to go the whole stretch, right? So that's what we do. We walk into this place called West Coast, and we order a beer immediately. And the beer that we order is I ordered a Societe Light, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is apparently Society's uh, light beer that they serve. It was like 4.5%, and I was like, this is what I need. It tasted like water. Uh, actually, I don't know if it had much taste to it at all. Did it have much taste to it, Tim? No, it was pretty much like a Coors. It was an expensive Coors Light. Yeah, it was an expensive Coors Light. The food there was really good, though. Yeah, the food was great. Yeah, I ordered a kimchi hash. I feel bad for not being able to finish it, but trust me, I, that, there was no way. <laughs> that My body was like, what the hell are you doing to us? Because I, <laughs> what I had ordered was a very spicy breakfast. Um, but... I needed it. Um, and actually, I eat spicy breakfast all the time. So that's like my thing. But it was a kimchi and sriracha um, hash. And I say hash, but it was it was tater tots um, <laughs> and yeah. eggs and stuff. So it, it but I mean, that's what it was called on the order. But it was really tasty. Um, if you're ever in what if you're ever in North Park and you want to stop at uh, West Coast uh what was what it's the full name it is west coast north park 
West Coast There's North Park. Multiple no- lo- locations in San Diego, but it was West Coast Tavern. It North was Park. worth it was worth checking out. Um, yeah, my food. I just got ba- a basic breakfast: two two pieces of bacon, a couple eggs, uh, these potatoes that were they were unbelievable, like potato kind of mini wedges. But yeah, they had yeah, been they really, like yeah, they were. There was some fried potatoes. They were potatoes. very. They were like overcooked, per- perfect on the outside. Like, on the yeah, outside, yeah. but it was like a nice crunchy. They were but you really the dark brown, inside. yeah. And then a magnificent, really fluffy butter cake, buttermilk pancake, which I normally wouldn't eat, but they had a strawberry or no, uh, it was a, a blueberry, bl- a bit, or a berry, a berry. No, it was just a berry compote. It was berry. It was like a, like a boysenberry or something compote. I would normally eat a pancake, but I was like, I'm shoving every bit Carb. on this plate into my belly for the rest of the rest of the marathon today. So I ate it all. Um, and the, um, well, the potatoes. That's how uh, that's how um, table fifty seven does their potatoes. So it's actually pretty good. It's yeah. got that. It's really cr- that crisp outside on the wedge. Very to... very crisp. Very dark brown. Like, yeah. They're almost ready. Like they almost look overcooked, but on the inside, very. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know yeah. what they do to them. I I think they're fried, but <laughs> they look like they're overdone. But then you eat them, and you're like, oh wow, they're that's either really fried nice or they're. It's one hell of an air fryer. I don't yeah, know. It's but... just very delightful on the inside. So really good. Everybody enjoyed their breakfast. Uh, Nolan ordered something chilaquiles. Chilaquiles, which if you're not from California, probably don't know what. The, but basically, it was like breakfast nachos. And as soon as they got there, I think he was like, oh, no, what have I done? No, as soon as they got there, Nolan is notorious for doing this. But as soon as they got there, he's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> These chili killers are going to be fire. And he they said did look that, really but he good. also had to look like, oh, no. <laughs> they look really good. But the issue with Nolan is Nolan has no spice tolerance. And so that thing had jalapenos in it. And I remember... As we were walking, or as we were about to leave, I was like, "Wait, didn't you order the thing with jalapenos in it?" Because he was like, "Guys, I'm gonna sweat immediately." And we're like, "Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, no shit." Um, so, um, really great spot. Highly recommend. I, folks, love they to had f- a they had a brunch beer menu. They had like a regular beer menu, and they had a yeah. brunch beer menu. So, yeah, it was great. Um, so let's let's go ahead and rate West Coast. Um, so, uh, on a scale of one to 10 on customer service, uh, cause I don't think we gave that guy enough props. Well, we did make fun of him. He was a little bit of a stoner. Oh yeah. He, he the dude, the, no, I said he was a skater. I was like, yeah, that guy yeah. skates he, for sure. He, he had Maybe a little his, bit of that skater his, surfer mumble to him. His front teeth were chipped. I was like 100% that guy. Very, no, it. but I would give it a nine. Yeah. I give him a nine. Uh, on customer service there. Yeah, no, he's he ate it a couple times on a skateboard and but yeah, we'd ask him about something and he's like, Oh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> it was so funny. It yeah, it was as if uh uh Spicoli had grown up and Yeah, and that was our show. He's like, I took up a whoopa and a witch. All right, and ambiance? Uh ambiance was uh eight. Yeah, and it, it was good. It was it was good vibes in there the whole time. Uh, beer that we tried though, four. I did not like mine. It, it it did the job, but I didn't like it at all. Four. I'm gonna give mine a five. Um, was- I knew I knew what I was ordering. <laughs> I knew I was like I need. 
I expected a little more flavor out of the society beer. That's fair. Any miscellaneous scores? Oh, food. Oh, food was a nine. I'll give it a nine. I'll give mine a nine as well. The The breakfast was really good. The kimchi hash was super good. Um, if you like those. Eric had things, a big, so. big, big old big breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito. So, and he said that was really good as well. All right. So from there, we tried to walk over to North Park. We show up about five minutes early. And we were like, well, we don't want to seem like degenerates who are just going to stand <laughs> yeah. outside of a brewery. So it's going to take us about five minutes to walk over to Mike Hess, which is opening in five minutes. So right. we'll just go ahead and walk down there. It so actually walk- only took us three. So we walked in about two minutes before open. But, but their doors already, were open. The so. doors were open and people were already playing darts when we showed up. So, so we walked on in uh, to Mike Hess Brewery. So I think I'm just going to I'm going to stipulate before we get into my cast, I think my cast in all of our memories is going to be downgraded because you guys were still hungover. Wait, wait, wait. It's part of the miscellaneous scoring. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying it's. And then I was, even though I wasn't hungover, I wasn't still quite ready to like commence full drinking. So it was, it was, I think if we'd gone there later in the day, we would have liked it more. All right, so we're pulling to Mike Hess. So Mike Hess is one of my favorite breweries. I've liked them a long time. We used to get their beer up here in Visalia Tulare. Uh, two or three of their beers uh, on a regular basis. We have not since COVID. A lot of breweries in California have had their supply chains. I, they you just, you know, that's how del- delicate it is to have customers. You can have something like a pandemic and then... You just lose customers. I mean, <laughs> Budweiser's finding that out right now. It's like, we'll be Budweiser forever. We'll never lose customers. And then you do one stupid commercial, and apparently you've lost 30% of your customer base. So uh, my cast is, unfortunately, I don't think it's anything they did. It's just uh, both, like, well, we've lamented Racer 5. It happened to Racer 5, too. Um, there's just been so much competition and... Uh, covid anyway long story short again we don't get mike hess up here at, at all so i was looking very much looking forward to this this spot yeah so we pull in um again i'm hung over as shit i couldn't eat most of the food even though i said that the kimchi hash was really good i couldn't eat most of it I you ate eat, half of it i ate half of it that was the best i could do um in my circumstances uh shout out to there being some ginger in that kimchi to save me um and my stomach so but at this point you got a raging headache yeah massive which i'm like you if i got a headache and if i got a really good headache i'm not functional yeah so we walk over none of us are happy about it to walk into my cast i had to what we pulled up in front of my cast and you're sitting there and you're like you okay and i was like yeah because Nolan and Eric had moved in. Nolan was determined, and Eric was determined that like a beer was going to cure them. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that that works that way. And Tim's hanging out there with me, and I'm like, I, I'm not ready to start drinking yet. <laughs> like that was basically what it was. I think I said like, I just, I just need a minute <laughs> or whatever. But really, it was just like, oh gosh. 
So eventually we get in there and everybody's ordering their beers. I'm going last. Again, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm like looking at the board, trying to figure out what I'm going to drink. And I pick the lowest ABV, but still standard IPA. So I get a 6.5%. And it's their uh, Britannia or uh, what's the one that's, uh, it was like their, it was their 10-minute IPA is what they called it. Um, and it was really good. Um, it was tasty. 10-minute easy IPA. Yeah, the 10-minute easy IPA coming in at a 6.5, yeah? 6.8. Oh, 6.8. Um, but it was good. Um, and a, their, uh, the proceeds went towards this foundation. And I, I don't know anything about it, but I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Um... So that's what I drank while I was there. And I wish that I was in better spirits while I was there. That was just my biggest issue was I was like, I wish I didn't have a hangover when I was there. Cause, but what was nice was, and something that we didn't talk about with uh, West Coast was um, there was no air movement in West Coast. But at least there, there was a nice, there was like a fan or an AC unit like right on us. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. There's some cool air flowing over here because I can't function. Um, so wasn't able to turn my head left or right, but there was a target down the street and I knew that. And I was like, all right, after this, I'm going to this target, but got that, got that beer and it was pretty good. And we hung out there for a while to let everybody kind of just slowly go through their beers. So, uh, did you say what you had? I had, this was one of the places where I actually had something i i had my favorite beer there because i want to have it have it on tap so i got the oh shoot i just saw it in front of me uh the hoppy cloud hazy ita seven percent it's a really tasty beer uh i told i was telling everybody on the trip um before covid when we were getting cans mike hess was one of the they were getting these very unique cans from ball which the ball company which makes most of the jars and cans people use in the united states for whatever but they had the they were paying extra for a can where the entire top came off you didn't just like pop a little spout the entire lid peeled off and it was great um it should be that's the way it is you wouldn't have to have a glass because you're supposed to be able to smell what you're tasting when you're drinking a good beer so the can allowed you to do that yeah, and this Hoppy Cloud Hazy IPA, it's it's not very hazy. It's one of those that's kind of in between. It's kind of more close to West Coast, I think. It's not tropical that much at all. It's just hazy in its color, but not in its flavor. Yeah. Um, and what adds to it is the packaging on the outside. Anybody who had it uh, when I was buying it all loved, and including my son, my oldest son Timmy. The packaging on the outside looks like my son Timmy. My my son Timmy likes to wear uh black and red uh Oh boy. Anyway. So I got that one. It was very tasty. And then I know Eric got the Kolsch. Yes, he did get the Kolsch. And Nolan got either the Kolsch or the Lager. I wanna say. Yeah. And um, uh, Eric, I remember saying the Kolsch was very good. Yes, I do remember that. Um, so, um, from there, 
we moved on, but let's not move on past our rankings. So customer service, what would you give it? Uh, seven. seven. I'm, I'm every. I'm yeah. No, when I give if we give somebody seven, it was good. I mean, the the lady behind the counter was great. Yeah, one hundred percent. Ambiance. Again, the, we didn't talk much about the room. Uh, they had a nice little bridge for you to walk past the whole like brewery um, to get to the spot. People were throwing darts. It seemed like a nice place to hang out. So the room, okay. So their place is a little bit. It's a it's a little bit of give and take. It's a little. It's a little. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like. The basement, if you've grown up in church, it's like the basement of a church for a youth group. Yeah, it's like a it, it's it's it, it's very. It was just missing a foosball table. That was all. Yes, it like there were two guys playing uh, darts the whole time we were there. Uh, a lot of high top tables. It's it look. It's all. Uh, there's no inside. There's no outdoor light. It's all like fluorescent lights. So again, you're thinking. You're probably thinking that sounds depressing. It's not like great. It's not like a great place. But what's super cool, particularly I think if you go later in the day, and this is a place I'd really like to go back to, is you are literally on top of the process on the plant. And when you walk in, you're walking on a gang a gang plate over the plant. So, um, I'm sure there are tours that they you know you drink beer and then they just take you on a tour during the week or or other times during the day. So, um, I'd probably give it a seven. Probably get down a little bit more with where we were sitting, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah, I'm giving their ambiance an eight. I like the spot. I think I'd go there um, with friends. If they had a trivia night there, I would love it. Um, they probably do have a trivia night there, but it was um, it was good. Um, beer that we tried. Uh, eight. Eight from Tim. I'm giving minus seven on uh, beer that we tried. Like I said, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But it was just very forgettable in the whole mix of beers that we had had that weekend or beers that we will have that weekend. Um, any miscellaneous score you want to give? Uh, no. I don't have a miscellaneous score to give, but I do want to note that, again, I feel like my scores are a little bit lower yeah because of just how hungover i was i (laughs) i did like that beer for how hungover i was i was like i really would like to come back here when i'm not completely wanting to die basically all right so we wrapped up there we went down to target if you thought we were going to another brewery you you played yourself uh, um, we went to Target because Colton was adamant. I was like, I'm going to need to get ibuprofen. Um, so Colton uh, got ibuprofen and water. I got water. Yeah, Eric got, got water. water. And I think Nolan got, got a Red a, Bull. Yeah, he got a Red Bull. He needed caffeine. Um, I was like, I don't need caffeine because that's going to, in some ways, dehydrate me. I just need to keep the water going. So, yep. So we shut down a water. So we went and got all that stuff. Nolan, Eric, and I all took ibuprofen. Um, just and- to be clear, just so we're Nolan uh, Colton had been very nice. The fifty-one-year-old guy didn't wake up with a hangover. When I did wake up, I still did take a liquid IV and a goodies headache powder when I woke up, just to make sure I had no issues. Um, so, and if you're the type that says, "Well," You should have pain for your stupid endeavors. 
and that you shouldn't resort to drugs to uh, try and combat that. Um, I understand that. But this is a marathon and you got to push through. So we got, <laughs> we pulled over into the, into Target, got it. We took it. And then we went over right walked across the street. Right across the street. Right across the street to North Park Brewery. So we walked across the street to North Park and every list. So when we planned the trip, we hit a, uh, several lists on the interwebs of top 2023, 2022 breweries in San Diego. Um, a lot of them were names we knew. Um, but two of them that were on the list were at the top for pretty much everybody. North Park was one of them. Uh, Epic. Burgeon was another one, which we've already dealt with. There were three. It was Burgeon, North Park, and Epic. So North Park, but North Park was like top of the list for several of them. So I was really excited to go to this place. Yeah. So we show up. You and Eric just park Stay yourselves outside. outside. Yeah, we're like, we wanted to sit outside. It was a really nice day. It was a nice day. Um, so I go. So we go inside, and we all drink the same thing at this place, at least for the first round. Do we drink more than one round? No, we only drink one. So we drink one round. There was only one drink, one beer to drink at this point, and it was the Hop Foo, which is their seven point five percent IPA because it had won the two thousand twenty two World Cup beer gold medal for West Coast IPA. So we had to try it. And it was spectacular. It was really, really tasty. Um, we, and again, uh, with Nolan, Eric, and I not feeling well, we were like, okay, we need, we need a place of fresh air. It's nice outside. Let's sit outside. Eric and I both were trying to finish a lot. Well, actually, we were trying to finish our waters before we got moved in there. So we were like, okay, we'll go get our beers in a minute, and so we'll drink these, and so. Tim came out and was like, you guys got to have this beer. Nolan didn't even have what we had. Nolan got something else. And so me and... Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he had something else. So yeah. Eric and I finished our beers, or our waters. Eric went and grabbed us beer. And yeah, it was it was really, really tasty. Um, It was nice. We hung out there for probably about an hour, nursing the beer for a bit, um, enjoying the sunshine. Uh, props probably, to them. It's probably like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. And we, so this is the second stop of the weekend where, uh, after White Labs, this is the other place where I could have easily just stayed there four or five hours. Yeah. The ambiance was awesome uh, there. They had a kitchen that was attached. They didn't own the kitchen. But, yeah, it's a Mastiff kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah. But it's, we didn't try any food there. We but. didn't try any food, but, uh, there's a place in, uh, Las Vegas that we've, fallen in love with which is a pretty good brewery but the kitchen attached again they're two different places but in the same building the food there's spectacular it's scratch kitchen food um the food coming out of there looked the same um and the other props to north park was they had a very large list on their own and then they had four beers from other breweries and one of them was pliny the elder and the other one was our friends at moonlight and uh death and taxes so instantly i think that just added to the yeah and that was aura. the same 
And I was saying White Labs, there were a couple of different breweries that we went to where they had guest taps. And that's a really nice thing to see where they're like, hey, maybe our stuff isn't your style, but maybe you'd like to try something from somewhere else. Um, or even if you're a regular and you've tried everything and they give you the opportunity to try something else while you're there um, is a really cool feature that um, they offer. So, um, but the bar was awesome. They had, we always joked about how um the restrooms were awesome just because the the signs on the door said sit stand and sit and stand yes <laughs> so it was just a funny gag between us um really really cool spot i highly recommend i'd say that if you don't know about north park then you need to go down the brewery and you need to try some beer there um it's a must hit in san diego at this point and they actually um, had two locations they have another one on at bankers hill which is i think downtown. that doesn't make any sense it's not in north park um <laughs> So they're uh, brew. Is that one called Bankers Hill? Yeah. No way. <laughs> it's actually called Bankers. No, it's North Park. Brewing. It's North, North Park, Park Bankers. Bankers at Bankers Hill. Um. So it uh really really tasty brewery. Um on the inside, great vibes. It was uh the ambiance in there was kind of you know saloonish kind of. It's like it was crossed between a saloon and an English pub. Yeah, it was like English pub. It was a lot of like so. d- like dark wood, but it fit the vibe. It was it d- didn't make the room depressing. No. And in the same room are all the all it was uh, where they're processing beer. There's a lot of uh, uh what do you call it? Whatever all the stuff you need to make the the beer. So, it was really cool. Yeah, really great spot. And one of the, one of the few places like we said earlier where it was like could have spent the rest of the afternoon there and would have had no problems. And there was when I walked in, there was an older guy behind the bar. I was like, "Well, this guy's a bit old to be tending bar." And then second time through, there was an older lady kind of tending bar. A little older, so I asked the lady, "Uh, can I be a little forward and say, "What do you do here?" And she's like, "I'm one of I'm the owner. So her, the the husband and the wife were working that day behind the bar. So props to them too. That, that's awesome. For me, that just kind of added to it. Um, Yeah, and so we had a great experience there. And in that process, Colton, Nolan, and Eric were all able to kick their hangovers. The ibuprofen <laughs> had kicked in, and we were saved. And so we were able to enjoy the rest of the afternoon and the evening. And I was like, oh, felt so much better. Um, So... What would we we give uh, North Park Brewing uh, as far as customer service? And again, you got to meet the owners and that kind of stuff, which uh, is huge. nine because they were they were actually very friendly. Um, I didn't get to meet any of them. I'm gonna give it an eight though because again, it even just from word of mouth, knowing that the customer that the owners are serving bar behind uh, the bar is. I need is I awesome. need to give a little more context as why I give it a nine one. You were looking. I saw you looking a minute ago at North, at the at uh, yeah at Tim's, coasters. Tim's known for stealing coasters. She gave me coasters. She said, "Take a bunch of coasters." Tim's. Why did she give me a bunch of coasters? Because she liked my Machine Head Brewing Company T-shirt that I was wearing. Tim Tim's known for stealing coasters, people. But I do steal. I do steal coasters. I have lots of coasters. I'm a coaster coast coaster hoarder. But she actually gave coaster me a bunch of beef. She gave me four coasters there might be more than four anyway anyway but that was the second time my machine head t-shirt again machine head is a local brewery up here in the clovis area outside fresno uh while we were in 
uh, North Park Brewing Company, someone stopped me and said, hey, are you from the Central Valley? And the guy in it had lived in Clovis, but was currently living in... Uh, one of them lived in Long Beach, and I think he lived in San Francisco, and the girl lived in Long Beach, to which Nolan made the joke of, oh, so you're meeting here halfway. Um, and they were there a long time, too. Uh, so anyway, we had a long conversation with them about beer. Our friend Nolan had a dust bowl t- had a ball cap on, so he's asking about that, and yada, yada, yada. So she saw my Machine Head t-shirt as well, was impressed. I was impressed that they knew who Machine Head was, so... Again, it just added to the, that was a, that was a place that, uh, if I was going back to San Diego, just to go back to San Diego, or we don't do a marathon the next time and hit four spots, that's on the top of my list. Yeah. Um, so customer service was great. Ambiance. I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a 10. And I'm going to give it in 10, a 10 in part because I was being, I was being, uh, mocked by the young by colton in particular because i was perplexed by the art deco-ness of the building and trying to figure out what the heck that building was before it was a brewery what's funny is that art deco is the style that it was like i know but i was like but it had clearly been a department store or something else before and i couldn't but i couldn't figure out what it was i'm gonna give it a nine and you kept saying it's a brewery (laughs) Oh, he kept going, he kept going. No, what was your first question? I can't remember what it was, but it was like, it was like, gosh, what is this place? That is, you like, we're like, gosh, what is this place? And I'm, and, and I was like, it's a brewery. <laughs> and you were like, and then you had said, like later, like probably 20, 30 minutes later, he goes, man, I can't figure out what this place was. Okay, you're an arch. Just humor me for said, a second. And I said, I can't tell you what it was, but I can tell you what yeah. it is. <laughs> you did notice the awning on the outside of the building, though. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Okay, so this guy is supposed to be an architecture person. Yeah, I was say. an architecture major when I first started college, sure. and I and I took several architectural history classes. It had a very interesting awning on the outside, copper awning or something. With anyway, whatever. Yeah, and it was wrapped. It probably was neon at some point, but it well, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, who fucking knows what it was? <laughs> this is the fucking sixties. I don't know what the hell you want from it. Um, I was like, that could have been a hair salon. Like, <laughs> they put it on every damn building. Um, beer that we tried. What would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? I'm putting mine at ten. I'm putting mine at a nine. It was really good um so i was very happy with it any miscellaneous scores no i would give it a miscellaneous score but i don't want to bring the score uh total down because i would give it an eight for the the sit stand bathrooms because they were hilarious but that that would actually bring my average down and i don't feel like that would do justice to the well then give him 10 for the for no the... i'm not gonna give him a 10 that brings it up i'm I was like, and nine brings it up too, as far as this average goes. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to give a miscellaneous on that one. So you don't get an additional, but it was just kind of entertaining at least. Okay. 
I know you're upset that I have White Labs higher on my list. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm now, now we got to get to the. Oh, now we got to get to the bottom of the heap here. All right, I'm gonna let Tim tell you about how we got to Rip Current, which also you have to include the second chance chug. So, so we make our way to uh, our our next main stop is Rip Current, but on the way there's a second chance, and if you'll remember, it's not a main stop. By what? Which was not a planned main stop. Second chance? No. No, no, no. So, so we're, we're headed to Rip Current. I know on the way there's a second chance. And if you were, you were playing along uh, with yesterday's scoring, we went to second chance. And Nolan did not. So much like uh, what happened at Stone, Nolan goes into second chance, orders a IPA of some sort. I don't remember what it was. Eric Colton and I stand on the sidewalk outside the st- uh, outside the place because uh, it was open. They had rolled the windows up. Uh, watch him order the beer. He comes out with the beer and downs it in three seconds. If you want to see Nolan down a beer, uh, IPA or any beer in three or four seconds, whatever long it is, it's it's spectacular. You can go to my Instagram and there's a video of it. I will put a link to Nolan doing that um, so you can see what it is. So Nolan now is caught up once again. Now he's only two behind us. Two spots behind. Two spots behind us. Unfortunately, he will not catch up at this point. But still, he does uh, extra overtime work to get those two in. So we've the boy has gone from... A pretty good hangover to... <laughs> He's back, baby. To getting over the hangover and then <laughs> and then downs a beer. Uh, which he was smart about uh, on in a couple spots later He, he in what he ordered. But so, um, so then the next spot is Rip Current Tank. Getting a little too bossy there for the... We were trying to sp- steal the spotlight, but... I'm getting really in. Nope. Nope. So the next spot is Rip Current. Uh, I think they must have been they must have been on some lists that we had seen first. No, it wasn't. I, I don't even think they were on a list, but it was a brewery that we had just we were walking nope. down the street to get to Nope, they were on my list. Were they really? So they were on the list. No way. They were on the list. So we dip in and it's a little crowded in there. It's a little crowded in there, which is to their credit. They seemed to have, they had people in there. They had they also had a kitchen. It was crowded. It was dark in there. It was dark. It look, this was like a this was a surf shop with that was serving beer was what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I would put it on the same level as far as like how dated it was. It was on the same level as uh as Carl Strauss. Yes, but I will give them props because it the place is called Rip Current, and it totally felt like it was a place that was selling sex wax and uh, other stuff at a and surf you could, shop. Yeah, you could get a you could get a a bodysuit out the back mm-hmm. to so uh, or a wetsuit out the back. There we go. I did have some cool decor. They had like I don't know twelve feet uh, case. Uh, yeah. Of 
absolute so there's there's been places that we've been to maybe if you're listening to this you've been to places that have like old school vintage beer cans vintage beer cans like uh actual metal not aluminum metal beer cans most of places like there's a brewery near us called bellcraft the proprietor there has probably got 30 or 40 of them they are all rusty they're still in fairly good condition but there's some rust to them They've seen the elements. They're not pristine. This was several hundred absolutely pristine old beer cans. That they had like 12 old, old Budweiser cans. Just like very unique Bud, uh, breweries you've never heard of. Very prominent ones. So that was really cool. Provided for a nice like pitch, picture moment for you to take a picture. There's I took a picture with Nolan in front of it. And then they had some very uh, nice street art with, what was it, Tupac? Yeah, they had Tupac, they had Biggie. They and had Biggie a, and then a, like a... They had a, nice, they had a skull kind of thing. They, they had some cool street art pieces that were awesome. So, But we get to the beers. The beers were not good. Not great. Uh, we had the Hoppy Nelson. We had the Hoppy Nelson. And it was, you know, what? I'm going to partially blame myself for that. I need to start being more, uh, no, we need, to, I mean, we had said they only have two IPAs on tap. That's true. That was, we that like, was the problem. And we had came there to drink IPAs the whole trip and we were like, okay. And so they didn't have any. What did Nolan and Eric get? They went and got a Hefenweizen or something. We got the Foggy Nelson. The hazy Foggy IPA Nelson thing. hazy, and we knew it was a hazy. And the and other which one, we're not big hazy fans to begin with. But but they had it. Otherwise, we were left with like a double IPA. Oh no, that was the other problem. Half of the menu beer menu list was off there because they had uh, placards. Wasn't yeah. like some places you'll go, it's electronic, some places it's a chalkboard or some kind of or similar, like some kind of a race board. This one was they had signs that they were hanging where they when they had the beer, they hung a sign. So it was all these boards, you know, all in a nice tight grid. Half of them were off the off the grid. Yeah. So we showed up if rip, rip current, you're listening to this or you get bad feedback. If your defense is we showed up on a bad day, perfectly fair. But we showed up on a day where like half the board was off the board, so there weren't that many. Right, and that's options. why we emphasize that one of the, one of the key parts of our evaluating system was it was just the beer that we tried, and the beer that we tried was not good. And it w- it I wasn't mean, good. And if I'd had other choices, I wouldn't have picked it because I wouldn't have picked I, it. Was either. I was what, what I was saying was. The Nelson IPAs tend to not be a flavor profile you and I both like. Like the Nelson flavored beer that uh, Dust, Bowl does, Dust oh. Bowl does as well, but also Bear House. Those are my, those. There's something about it that's not on the top of my list. Yeah, it it's got a funk to it. Um, the Nelson hop. If you are trying it for the first time, you may be like, "Oh, this is nice" because it's got a nice little different different flavor. But the more you try it, you'll be like. Oh, I've seen this flavor profile before, and it kind of gets this kind of weird kind of funk to it. So, um, I think it's refreshing the first time you try it, and then after that, it gets 
Eric had it gets the, old real quick. Eric had the high surf Munich style Hellas. I That's think. what uh, Nolan had too. Then okay, yeah, they both ordered the same thing, and they said it was fine. Yeah, um, but ours was bad. And when we had first had it, we were like, "This is the worst beer of the trip." But it actually got better as we drank it. It did, but um, it still wasn't great. So, um, all in all, we drink our one beer there, and we headed on out the door. Um, so customer service, what would you rate it? Shoot seven. She was fine. Seven. Yep. No problems with customer service. Um, she was actually, we didn't do this at every place we went to, but when I felt it was the right vibe, we bust our own glasses. I bust my own glasses and she was like, we were the greatest people who'd ever walked through the store. She was like, Oh, you don't have to do that. I think so. Props to her. Cause a lot of people would be like, Oh, like great. Thanks. Uh, beer was uh. Well, wait, ambiance first. Ambiance. I'm gonna go with six. I'm going to six as well. I like the art, but that's not enough to carry you. Again, nah, it just it did the the vibe just didn't fit me. I, again, I could if I was I could rate them higher because they're actually it, they're doing the surf shop when it's a surf beer, but it just it wasn't what we were in the mood for. Listen, you can still say that it's a surf beer, but I'm still saying that in the market and where you're at, if we if I went and I went through all those breweries that we went to and I was looking for a hangout spot, I'm not trying to go there. Even if you That's have true. even if you have the cool stuff on the wall or whatever, I'm like I'm not picking you over Stone to go hang out. I'm not picking you over White Labs. I'm not picking you over I'm not even picking you over Bolt. Uh right belching beaver some of these other spots that we're going to talk about i'm like i'm not choosing you because like again it just was like a shack yeah which was a couple of locations the next place will even was kind of even like that way if i'm being honest about it but yeah. anyway so yeah so um beer that we tried six you're giving it a six i'm gonna give it a five down there with the bolt brew um in my opinion uh, it it just it wasn't good. Even though it got better as we went along, I was still was like, I don't want to finish this. Um, I, and if we were honest, if it was based off of that first initial sip, I probably would have given it like a three. Um, any miscellaneous score for the place? Yeah, I'll give it seven. For, I'll I'll give it a. I don't want to overscore. Six for the art. I mean, the art in there was impressive. I think there was. Pieces of art any of us would have loved to. I mean, if I'd taken that Tupac thing home, I would have been like a national hero to my wife. So, yeah, I'd get, I'd do the same thing. I think that there were some really cool art pieces in there, and I'd give it a six for the art, and that would bring my score up. So, I, I'd give it for that, bring it up a little bit. So, from there, we walk down, like, I don't know what, three doors down, yeah, and we get to Belching if, Beaver. If that. Um, so, we get to Belching Beaver. This is probably their smallest location. Yeah, it's a really tiny location. They've got an arcade in the back um, room. I don't think it's their arcade. It might be like a partner with someone else to where you can order beers and you can go back then. They got pinball and pool and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's a cool little spot. And they had a large variety of beers for us to choose from. There was a lot of beers. I'm looking at the list right now. <laughs> yeah. For just... that location, just specifically that location, it's like 2530, so... And it's all Belching Beaver, except for two Rocky Point 
cock, uh, seltzers, which they don't make. So, um, so I had the Belching Beaver Tropical Terps because I'd been reading quite a bit about it. It was their new line because um, it's used the Terps is some kind of I think uh, hops that they're using or something. Uh, Nolan got the PB. He had the, the peanut, butter stout. peanut butter stout nitro nitro. So the peanut butter milk stout is is their flagship beer it's what put them on the map yeah if you've never heard of it you've never tried it if you pour a dark glass very dark uh, pour something in your glass it looks like coffee uh down it down your mouth and envision a chocolate peanut butter candy bar very bitter not a sweet candy bar like a like a dark chocolate uh, peanut butter candy bar that's what it tastes like it is delicious it is an amazing <laughs> feat of brewing uh, brewing the just the chemical nature of it um nolan had me try his and as soon as i like put it into my mouth like there was like an inch of foam and as soon as the foam hit my lips i could taste peanut butter and I instantly regretted what I ordered not because I didn't like what I ordered it was like I should have just ordered this right because just for good. change of pace and how amazing it tasted so um I don't even remember what Eric ordered I got the oh what's the what's the IPA where it's the no worry it's the no worries IPA yeah um and that was really tasty as well um I like Belching Beaver. I think that they're one of those breweries that have kind of taken off for me, and I think I've disclosed it on this podcast before, where it's it's a place that I have where I viewed as only just being this this stout place because, again, that's what put them on the mount, map, but they have come out with some really heavy-hitting IPAs that, have, that, that are phenomenal. Um, Phantom Bride, um, The No Worries is really good. Um, they've won medals for some of their brews, um, in the IPA category. So yeah, this location wasn't a place that I wish we'd stayed at, but for the beer, I wish I, we'd been able to stay there longer. Cause there was like Belching Beaver, Jim Beaver's Misadventure IPA. I was like, Oh, I'd really like to taste that, but there was just not a place. That's what Eric had. It was the Misadventure. Okay. It was just, there was probably four or five IPAs on there. It just the IPAs that I wish I had tasted that don't get, canned um but we we were we were in the we were on a mission so yeah and the spot and the spot was nothing special it was just it was like a shack in the middle of north park it was a high-end shack but it was just a shack. yeah it was a high-end shack but i mean it was significantly much more of a step up from uh cert uh uh rip current so but it still was just kind of this chateau to hang out in so well i think that's all we have for belching beaver unless you had anything more to add no i i i could cheat and give mine a nine because what nolan had but i didn't buy that so i'm gonna give mine an eight customer service you're giving a seven seven uh ambiance seven seven is what i give it to and then uh beer that we tried give mine an eight an eight I'm giving mine very belching beaver esque, which that the, to the listener doesn't mean anything. Colton belching we beavers IPAs have very particular taste. There's something that they use 
there's some ingredient that they use that gives it a very similar taste throughout their uh, Phantom Bride, through their, uh, what's the... Just any, they're, you're talking about their... Uh, uh, what's the band that they uh, work yeah, with? Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about. It's Deftones, the Deftones. Deftones. Deftones, Phantom Brides are two, two of the, uh, although I guess they have a new Deftones out and it's like a lager or something. It's not even an IPA. Anyway, there's a very particular taste uh, the Belching Beaver has to their they don't stray from it and it'd be interesting to find out what that is but anyway. and it's like a common th- so like all if you're sitting there and thinking that all their ipas taste the same they don't all taste the same but there's a common flavor mm-hmm. profile that you're gonna hit that you're gonna be if you try to be like i understand what they're talking about or if you drink one after the other after the other you'll be like oh there's kind of like this weird thing that kind of uh permeates through anything miscellaneous for them no yeah, I agree. Nothing. So, uh, yeah, we both gave it the same score, seven, seven, eight. So after that spot, so after this, we, <laughs> this uh, there was like a twenty second. Are we done? Yeah, it was like, are we gonna go to Coronado? So are, do we? Are, do we head? So, so there was a debate. Uh, do we? There's a couple breweries up the street. We no, no. There is a brewery up the street we can hit. It is a and it's Seek, which uh, Seek I don't company. expect you guys to remember, but I remember it. Uh, well, but people listening to this about a month before the month before you're listening to this podcast, we had tasted a beer from Seek Brewing Company. It was a beer that a liquor store guy had given me because it was from new from San Diego. He's like, here, try this, and you and I tried it. And it was it was good. It wasn't like amazing, but it yeah. was on. It was up there. So it was on our list as some place to hit, or because we'd miss miss society, we could head a little bit off the beaten, like like five minutes off the beaten track, but take an Uber like five minutes north of where we're staying, and go to society. We could go. There's a couple places we could go, but it would involve like leaving the area we're in, and hit those before we have to Coronado. And I think Nolan was most emphatic of like, nope. Let seeks right up the street. What are we doing? Let's hit it. So and shout out to Nolan for doing that because uh, so we walk up to seek and like stumble into this little Xanadu of beer of a beer place. There's three beer options that are there. So we walk it and we're like walking up and we're seeing seek and we're like there's seek. We're like wait there's a there's a brewery here and there's a brewery there. Um, and so what we ended up running into was there's three microbrews that are all sharing the same building and all brewing beer out of this one spot. Um, and I don't know if I've disclosed it on this show before. I've disclosed it before in several facets into which everybody knew where Colton was going. Uh, was... This place had a sick logo, and it was called the Barley and Sword, right? Yeah. And I was like, 100%, I want to go to this spot. I was like, I don't give two shits about Seek. I'm going in a Barley and Sword, because their logo is just a shield. It's like a freaking crest. <laughs> like, uh, It's Barley and Swords crossing each other on a shield. Um, and. Yeah. This place is lean fully into the Celtic because it's not like Scottish. It's like Celtic. It's Scottish and Irish. They just leaned all into 
Yeah, like and this. so and so I beelined it straight for there. So we walked in, and it's the middle brewery. That's the funny part about it is that it, there's Seek at the far end. There's this place called Goal at the beginning, and then there's the Barley and or the Sword and Barley. And I was like, one hundred percent or Barley and Sword. That's one hundred percent where I'm going. So I walk straight in, and I'm looking around, and I was like, this place is sick. Um, and it's nothing much like, I don't even know if the, the brewery in its entirety is bigger than the room that we're in right now. Yeah. As it's far a as small like, little, these are true micro little yes, breweries. These are like, and they were only open like a month, right? When you talked to the guy. Yeah. So the barley and sword seek had been open for a while, but barley and sword had only been, the owner said they'd been open for a month. Yeah. And they had like the nice little like stacked stone made it look like it was like a castle like wall fireplace hearth looking thing and uh all of the brews were written down on a piece of paper in like old english writing um now what we will say is that their beers were extremely european um yeah there was there was not a single so Irish ales, we had um, what our IPA was more of a European style of IPA. So it was very malty. Yeah. Um, but it was so good. All of it was tasty. Um, I don't think anybody had any problems with the beers that we drank there. And we all, I think. Their website doesn't have their beer menu. I had some kind of like red or, oh, I think I you had, had the Irish. There. You had the Irish red ale, I thought. Yeah, I had the Irish red and it was Nice and malty and spectacular. Yeah, and Actually, Nolan, I think he had two beers there. And Nolan had something and it was good. And I had the IPA and it was really good. I like the IPA. Uh owner one of the owners, apparently there's four guys that started it. This is I don't he was back there pouring. I can't tell from what's on their website whether or not he was what he was responsible for. So I don't know if it's Bruce, David, Corey, or Michael, but um super nice. I asked him if they shipped um because they he'd already made it clear they just opened and he's like nope but if you contact me on instagram or something we'll work something out so i think he gave me his business card and we might get some stuff shipped to put on the show um and they were very quick to (laughs) like whatever i posted um yeah they were awesome when i posted on instagram but a very tasty beer really cool place yeah, and what and also something that we're not really disclosing is that there was kind of like this open beer garden in the area outside where people were hanging out. They had Well, um, yeah, it was artificial turf, but it was like, I don't know, 30, 30 yards by 20, 15 yards of artificial turf packed with tables, picnic tables, uh there was a guy, all kinds of chairs, uh uh darts, uh cornhole and the, then a guy with a the taco the taco guy taco uh, tent and he was making he was making his own tortillas yes he was making his tortillas the tacos were what we usually get around here for tacos but the guy was making his own tortillas and that just added to a whole level of it and it was a nice little bit of one or two tacos that we all got to get us through to till dinner yeah um phenomenal spot um if I was if I had if I was living in San Diego and I had friends coming in on a Saturday, I'd take them there. And I'd be like, Hey, let's go try out these three brewery these three breweries and just hang out for a bit and try it all out and everybody could you know, 
to where you're able to get a widespread of flavors and tastes that you want to have um, and that kind of stuff. And so and everybody would have enjoyed all three of the spots as we did. Um, but my favorite of the three that were there was hands down um, the Barley and Sword. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, customer service. What would you give it? I'm going to give it a 10. Uh, yeah, give it a 10 for um, just the fact that, again, it's the owner's. And they were very accommodating. They were like, hey, and they were willing to answer questions and anything that we talked about with them. Um, and that was really cool. Um, Ambiance. A nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine as well. I like the, I like the theme, but I'm also extremely biased. So like, <laughs> it's just a themed kind of bar um, kind of setting. Uh, beer that we tried. I'm going to give mine an eight. <laughs> you're like literally going like tit for tat on me i'm like i'm gonna give it an eight like again a multi ipa isn't exactly my favorite but i really enjoyed it so um it was really tasty for me um any miscellaneous scores for uh no because i feel that's we yeah, probably need to give it if, if we have to give it whatever miscellaneous score we probably do, whatever we give for that we have to give for seek and uh yeah goal which need their own individual scores so we ended up walking right next door, which it was down to seek. Um, damn, what was your first impressions, Tim? So seek was cool, but it was like a Jamba Juice. <laughs> which I agreed with. I was like, I get exactly where that comes from. And I used to work in a Jamba Juice. <laughs> so I know. Uh, if you're not from California and you don't know what a Jamba Juice is, it's just a smoothie shop. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we walked in and it was like, all right, yeah, my guess is the vibe we're going for. And yes, it, it did seem very smoothly shop esque. Yeah, it was all right. The bartender behind the counter was really friendly and he seemed to. He was hustling. He he really enjoyed everybody's. Every decision everybody made was phenomenal, um, which is, you know, props to him. Yeah, and also something to be noted about this entire area. So there's like. There's a wide area out on this AstroTurf with people spread out everywhere. Everybody who was serving beers was out bussing tables and trying to collect their glasses back. So, like, it wasn't a big deal when we were in the Barley and Stone because we stayed in the Barley and Stone. Or the, sorry, the Barley and Sword. But when we went out with seek and with goals we just like took our beers out there and yeah so they had to come out and they had to like bust yeah stuff i think about halfway like, through we realized how much of a ballet it is because yeah <laughs> proprietors having to go out there and bust their own glasses they, had to they go were find using, their glass they were you all using distinctly different glassware so it's like so that that was that was that that might be the miscellaneous <laughs> for all three <laughs> you all get a nine for yeah. <laughs> how hard you worked there um so and i got a sour i don't remember what it was on their website they don't have any mention of their beers but i was i was ready to go kind of off the ipa tour for a little bit because we saw some drinking to do for the night um so i got a sour of some type it was very tasty and delicious i have no clue what else other people got I got an IPA of some sort there. <laughs> um, this is where Seek was, I think, again, they fall into the category of Alesmith, where it was just like a lot of it was just forgettable. I do remember walking in there and being like, yeah, this is a Jamba Juice um, or very similar. 
Um, and I got a beer and I, I honestly, I can't remember drinking it. Like, and I remember drinking beers throughout that day and even afterwards, but I don't like that one just wasn't a standout for me. So, um, it was fine. Again, we got to hang out in the same area. So, but yeah. What do you think about customer service? Uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight. The guy was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I'm giving it an eight as well. The, nice. I do remember the sour that I got had been launched that day, so he was particularly oh, wow. like, woohoo, like outstanding choice, sir. Ambiance. Uh, boy, the do Jamba I, Juice. Uh, I don't want. I mean, I, I'm being snide about the Jamba Juice. I'm I'm gonna give it a seven. It was still fine, but I, I was gonna give it a seven. I'm not giving it any higher for a seven. No, I, just, I didn't want to grade it. I didn't want to make it like, grade it down too low because there's like, oh, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. juice. So we're gonna... Beer that we tried? Uh, you know, mine was really good, but I don't want to rate it too high because it was a sour uh, a seven. I'm giving mine a seven again for the forgettability of it. Uh, any miscellaneous score? I, I don't. It's not a place that I would like on its own would die to go to, but because it's attached. Yes, I, to the other I two agree. places, I look forward to going there and seeing what they're doing. And I know that place is owned by a husband and a wife, and so props to them for launching this place. And so even though you know we're not rating your beers up there with some of these other places that are more established, please don't. Again, the. <laughs> This is a marathon, but in some ways it's the opposite. We were sprinting through some some of these breweries that we probably um, could have given a little more time to uh, give some more thoughtful. So if you're in the area, if you're in North Park, definitely stop at, stop there along with North Park Brewery, it, that little place like, I don't know, a quarter of a mile up the road. Yeah, these are the two places that I would recommend. Um, that 100% you need to stop by uh, North Park Brewery. Actually, I'd still say that you need to stop by my cast. Yes. And again, that was after being extremely hungover. And then I think you also need to head up the road and stop by the spot with the three of them. Belching Beaver, we lay off the list because you'd be probably better off finding one of their bigger locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but, that's but, exactly um, it. I don't uh, seek. Yeah, so I'd give it a, a seven, but I don't mean to downgrade it too much. And again, also, I think when it comes down to it is I can find Belching Beaver around here. And yeah. That's also where, again, Ballast Point. Belching Beaver and Coronado and um, Stone are those breweries where it's like, I'm going to grade you a little bit harsher and you need to know that from the standpoint of, I can find your beer around here. So when I find a place like Barley and Sword and they've got really phenomenal tasting beer, but they're a really small spot, um, it there's kind of that little hipster element in what we all have where it's just like finding something that's, that's just starting out and you just want to give it all the love and attention that you possibly can. Yeah. So just a really cool thing um, going on there. And for all three of these beers Kay. and speaking of which we went to goal after that. And then we went to goal. We, I think we both, all four of us got either the speed yellow or the racing yellow IPA. What was the lower ABV one? That's the one. Uh, 6.2. I think that's the one I had as well. Or is that the racing yellow? Speed yellow was a 6.2, racing oh. yellow was 6.7. Yeah, I got the speed yellow then. Um, it was fine. It's fine. It was it was forgettable. It was forgettable, but it wasn't horrible or yeah, even like like yeah, so I will give them props 
they're all in on the soccer motif. And I think that's what's cool. Probably about three. If we had an, a, a bit more time and figured out what Seek's motif was, we probably could figure it out. But I think each one of those places has one. Clearly, Barley and Sword does. They're all in on the Celtic thing. So I, you know, maybe give them seven for Misk and even Goal, even though the beer. That place seemed to be very popular, though, with the locals. There are a lot of people coming in and out there. I think it had beers that people were hitting people. Um, I don't know if it's because they were serving, I don't know, seltzers or something, but there are a lot of people coming in and out of that spot. So, yeah, but I would give it probably. Uh, it was customer service. Customer service was a seven. It was same with everybody same. else. Yeah. Uh, it was a little cramped in there. Yeah, ambiance in there was probably the worst of the three. Yeah, I mean... Which I'd probably drop it down to a six. No, I'll give it a six just to be fair to the other places. Uh, you know, it's probably being a little harsh to them, but... Um, and then the beer is probably... I'll, I'll give it a seven. I mean, I, it was... I think anything lower... Even though it was forgettable, I think anything lower makes it sound like it wasn't tasty. It was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, a seven for me as well. And then uh, any miscellaneous score for them? Uh, no, not if we're not going to give mis- miscellaneous to the other two. I, I did, I did appreciate that uh, they're clearly leaning in in the soccer thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was a great time at all three breweries. Um, loved it. But then once we were done, actually, the funniest part is, uh, Colton is known for finishing beers last, um, out of everyone. So everybody started giving Colton shit, and so, but everybody had plenty of beer left in their glass. So Colton started chugging his beer, and, was, and everybody's like, "Oh, is that what we're doing?" Just so we're clear, I finished my beer first at Gold Brewery, and that was the only time that I finished my beer first before anybody else. I think I was last at every other single brewery. It's just how I do things. Um. It's actually because I just talk too much. That's really what it is. And if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like I've talked way more than Tim tonight. But fun opportunity to let me on the mic, I guess. Uh, So from there, we ordered an Uber um, to uh, Coronado. We knew that we were going to be ending the night in Coronado. So if we went to Coronado Brewing then that's where we're going to stop. Coronado's known for having really good food at their at their spots, um, but the one that we wanted to go to was on Coronado Island itself, so we took an Uber out there um, with a Nigerian woman. Um, it was great, but apparently she dr- didn't drive anywhere over the speed limit, and it was She was very nice. Uh I felt obligated at some point to ask her. I didn't want to be rude because you, you guys were in the back talking. It wasn't like you were being rude and not engaging her. But I was like, all right, I think I need to just be polite. Although once she opened up her mouth and said she where she was from, well, there's a, I don't know how many countries there are in Africa. There's a one in, let's say, 26 chance she was from Kenya. So I was like, oh, if she's from Kenya, then I've been to Kenya. Or if she's from uh, Congo, then I know somebody, not uh, not Congo, Cameroon, then I know somebody from Cameroon. So I got a two out of 26 chance. Um, of course, she says Nigeria, and as soon as she did, of course, the most populous country in Africa. Of course, she's from there. And then I don't think I asked her anything after that. I was like, okay. Um, 
Uh, Tim was trying to engage on the Kenya Cameroon thing. He's like, damn it. Uh, I was all in or nothing. She didn't really seem all like she was interested. No, she in, didn't seem like conversational. It's it, probably a cultural thing. She just not probably talking to strange men is not something she does, which is fine. Um, she was really nice. Though, very nice, but yes, the woman exactly drove the speed limit. I was monitoring it. Anytime she got over the speed limit, she slowed down right back to fifty-five. Um, Tim was in the front seat. I'm assuming. Yeah, I was in the front. So I was in the back. It wasn't annoying. It was. It was. I was. It was. It was amused. It was like, come on, lady, we got to get to Coronado. I'm dying here. It was. I was amused. Um, so, if you've never been to San Diego. If you do go to San Diego, wherever people tell you to go, if they don't say to go to Coronado is the top of your list, ignore what they have to say. You have to go to Coronado Island. Coronado Island is island right off San Diego. Very short bridge. Yeah, it's not like Catalina or something no, where you got to like... It's connected by a very short bridge. It's on the other side of what the naval... Uh, Basically, where most of the ships get uh, are getting fixed or maintenanced uh, in the in the San Diego shipyard. Yeah, and on Coronado, uh, half the island is basically in the Navy SEAL facility and some other Navy facilities, and the other half is this. It's now turned into like the Beverly Hills of San Diego, like Rodeo Drive. And Colton and I are very, very familiar with this island because we've yeah. been, both been going. I've been going since my teens. Nolan's been going since. So we've basically been going for decades. Um, it's a very hoity-toity island, but there's a lot of military people there. I don't know how much of the island's still owned by the Navy so people can live there. Um, but anyway, it is spectacular place. It's got... One of our favorite breweries on it, which is where we're going to, which is Coronado Brewing Company, because one, it has a great location, two, it has great beer, three, it has great food, and then it has uh, one of our favorite locations in all of San Diego, which is Hotel Coronado, which is right on the beach on the uh, west side of the island. On the southwest side. Southwest side of the island. It is a classic uh, hotel. I don't know if it's a California landmark. If it isn't, it should be. Um, Colton, you were talking about it. The architecture of it is def- defines California architecture. Yeah. There are places up and down California, literally on the coast, where there'd be restaurants or other hotels that are defined by the architecture of this place. Uh, it is haunted by a ghost in part of the hotel. It's just it's got everything you want from a hotel, but it, I mean it's like a resort. But yeah. like it is literally a resort, but it is a resort open to the public. Yes, and so it's awesome. There's so very little part of it that is off limits to the public. So you can just like wander off the streets on the main street of uh, Coronado, which is orange, and just like eat at a restaurant, go to the bar, get ice cream, go to the gift shop, go to the beach. People aren't like asking you for your your card room at 90, 95% of this place. They're, you're able to just wander around. And so it's a spectacular place. So we go to Coronado, we get a nice meal in our bellies. Uh, at Coronado Brewing, which Coronado is, Brewing, which is old school. So honestly, if you we were to rate it on the inside, it's very much similar to Carl Strauss as far as like the ambiance on the inside um, to where it's a little bit more dated. But the thing about it is 
it's on the island. Like, it's on the it, island. And it works. Is that that it works? Right. It's like mission that was the style. Hard... It's mission style inside. Whereas right. And Carl, so that was the hard part. At with... Carl Strauss, you feel like you're in a dilapidated boat. Right. And so like in the same thing with River Current, where or not River Current, Rip, Rip Current, Current, where it was like you go to Rip Current and it was like, all right, but we're in North Coast, right? right. Like or uh, North Park, where it was like. This doesn't really fit the vibe of what's yeah, down here. Yeah, that's a great point. If if Rip Current had been on the beach or near the like a block nobody would have thought it gave it a no. second thought. No. I would have never thought about it. Where no. I'm like, oh, it's a little dated in here. I would have been like, this is a surf shack. Right. But if you're in North Park and you're trying to compete with the breweries down there, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and so. And you may be sitting there and you're like, well, it's San Diego, so all of it counts as a beach town. And it's like, well, kind of, sure, if that's what you want it to be. Um, so Coronado is, on the on this trip, Coronado is up there with Stone. It is OG San Diego Brewery. I don't know. Delicious. And then the food, like how I described with Stone, their food is up there every much with uh, the beer. So if it, like you're a family and you've got a bunch of kids... And you're like, I don't want to go to a brewery. It, look, mom and dad are going to find beers they want because they have a they they a hit brand, all yeah. of the gamuts. They got everything from seltzers to lagers, all everything. They probably even have wine just uh, off the menu, off their beer menu. And then they have all kinds of food, so it's the perfect place. And that's what we saw everywhere. We saw families, we saw older couples, we saw young couples clearly on dates. We saw everybody in the world was in that place while we were sitting there and the food we had was spectacular so yeah it was great uh, i ordered pasta and I ordered for pasta me as well and colton ordered pasta and for both of us normally that would be like a big risk i'm like i'm not ordering pasta this place but we both knew that uh if we ordered it, it would be great and it was it was it was super good and we also got an appetizer to go with it we had a really nice set of uh or we got a nice um calamari if you don't like calamari calamari. and you're used to like uh stringing little uh o uh, o shaped rings of calamari that was not this this was uh, again similar to the cod we were talking about earlier the 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 fish we'd had at uh stone these were like big meaty pieces of calamari that were not stringy or anything at all and you dipped Uh, it in the sweet chili sauce so we all got mercifully got food down our bellies which we needed after um that day of marathon i don't remember what the other guys ate uh no one got a pulled pork <laughs> no i have no idea what the other it guys doesn't matter I, uh, I and care. i don't even remember what beer i had i know that nolan tasty. i know that nolan was upset that he didn't get your jambalaya so oh that's right uh i had the pesto which i thoroughly enjoyed so um but we left from there but before we leave it uh customer service at uh coronado you know i'm gonna give that guy nine he was on it yeah he was on it the entire time it was towards the it was towards the end of his shift shift so i'm gonna ambiance uh i'll give it a seven i mean I'm not going to knock it down, but I don't want to overrate it too, just because we're, we're like gushing for Coronado. So I'll, I'll give it a seven. I'm giving it an eight because I'm gushing for Coronado. So I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I think it fit the spot a little bit better than the other two spots that I had given a seven or whatever. No, I think I had scored them a bit old, uh, lower, but I'm just like, 
I think that you need to be specific about where you're doing it. And you can't just sit there and say that because we're a brewery in San Diego, I can just do the whole like beach vibe. And it's like, not anymore. I think that would have worked or that would have flown in years past, but not anymore. Beer that we tried. So I think Eric got a burger, but that doesn't help because there's lots of burgers. Uh, beer that we tried. Let me see what beer they had. <laughs> it's like I want to find out what beer they... Wasn't Salty Crew? No. Wasn't Weekend Vibes? This this is only canned brews. It was not anything canned. I know that. Well, I can't find it. It's not going to be helpful. I have no idea what... I'll give it a... Well, since I don't remember it, I think it's cheating to say uh, 8. So I'll say a 7. I'm also going to give it a 7. I do love their beer, but I don't... I also don't remember what I ordered. But also, just so we're clear, this is like our 10th beer of the day. Yes. I was like, if you remember where we were at, we're now at 17 on our stop. So... Uh, we're giving it a seven, but I don't think that it's fair um, to them. So don't don't sit there and be like, all right, there's their whole thing. Um, now, uh, miscellaneous for their food. Miscellaneous. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm giving their food. An... We already rated the food, though. You're giving a double score for the food. What do you what do you mean? I'm giving. No, wait. When did I give him a score for the food? Oh well. Okay. No, miscellaneous. I've been putting or miscellaneous has been the food the whole time. Uh oh, food. I'll give them a nine. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what do you mean you don't know how to? Say? I I was gonna give them a nine for the food as well. So or the miscellaneous. I I toss food in the miscellaneous category. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. So yeah. So from there, we go and take a nice walk down to the hotel. And we have a good time, and this is where our extra one of our extra stops that Tim doesn't count as part of our twenty. Our twenty, so, it, um, but uh, we did have beers here, but we did. Um, this was repeat beers, if you want to say that. But again, these were beers that we had consumed that day. But I think it's a good spot to give them some love, and some appreciation. We went and down to the hotel. Um. Tim and I broke off from, and also something that's kind of funny is that in true Colton fashion, I did not charge my phone that night. I'm, I've never been known to charge my phone. Oh, I had charged my phone earlier in the day. I don't remember what I was doing. Well, there was a stupid Formula One game I was playing. I think that, I don't know what happened, but, but at this point, you and I were out of cell phone or pretty much near. Nolan was like down to one and Eric was the only one with a functioning phone. I think I had already disclosed on this podcast tonight because it's already been like three hours since we started this damn thing. But I remember saying that I clicked my phone and it died. So I just sat there twiddling my thumbs for a couple hours. And so I had, I was able to get it on a charger. And so I had like 10% for like part of the day, but it was dead for all of the day basically. Um, if only some of us had portable chargers with us from Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Hmm. Hmm. 
Um, <laughs> they did, but they didn't have him with them. Um, so, anyways, uh, three so, of the four of our phones were dead. The only person that had a that had a phone was Eric, but we couldn't get in contact because we couldn't. But our phones had died. But Tim and I were like, we want to go stop by the ice cream shop. And I mean, like, we're not huge advocates of ice cream or anything. No, but, but it just, just like, sounded good. Yeah, it was like, just seems like the thing. And I like the ice cream shop. Yeah. It's the two of us who've been to Coronado, Hotel Coronado many times, the ice cream shop's a place to hit. I mean, it's basically, think of it as like a scaled down Cold Stone. Uh, yeah, actually, scaled it's probably down what Cold, Cold Stone's. It's like Rhymers if you're around yeah. the area where it's just like, right. but it just seems like, like the thing to drop It's the kind by. of mom and pop place that Cold Stone's actually patterned on, where it's got some high highfalutin ice cream and then all kinds of crazy toppings you can do, although they had a little less this time around. This is a high-end like ice cream shop um, that's always been there. Yeah. So you go, you have ice cream, it's no big deal. We got like a single scoop. And Waited a long-ass line. And <laughs> so you were... Colton and I were talking to this my with my wife about this earlier. My wife at the same time was in Palm Springs. It was like 106 when she was out for dinner with her friends, and it was low 80s, late 70s. Now, I am not equating the temperature we were in to what she was in. I will say, though, and I had said this earlier tonight before we recorded, San Diego was, to me, uncharacteristically... Uh, still which added a level of heat and heat's probably just it added a little stuffiness to what it normally is tim's a pansy it felt great <laughs> it felt fine i didn't wouldn't say it felt great oh it felt great to me and the ice cream was the perfect example of that because it was like melting as soon as they put it in my cup so uh it was it was a little warm for what hotel coronado was used to it was good ice cream was good uh it was fun we went and looked around for a long period of time only to get back to where we had started our search from yeah so we walked around and walked around this compound and couldn't find him and finally found them they They said they were where they always were which was probably true but at the same time they weren't where they said they were going to be even though they were where they said they were um for anybody that tracked all of that it doesn't matter um so we ended up ordering some beers the beers they were expensive it was to get a pour of sculpin was 14 dollars um which i mean it's coronado uh hotel that's how it goes um so we got our beers i think um, we we you and i had two or did you just have one? I only had the one skull. I had two, and I think nope. they had two or three. No one had one and a half. He had the rest of mine because I didn't even finish mine. Eric had two. But we go. Uh, Tim said he wanted to go listen to the Troubadour. There was a guy who was playing music out there. Um, and Nolan, Eric, and I said we wanted to go sit by the beach. But we went and sat, sat by the beach at these fire pits that were going on. And those uh were shut down pretty much the second that we went out there so we were like all right let's go find tim and we'll go listen to the troubadour so we went out there and we listened to him um we had a great time um the guy was playing some killer music uh 
had a great time. Tim put in a request for me, but I think the guy already had it lined up that he was going to be singing uh, the loadout by Jackson Brown. There's no way that you just went up there and said, no, no, no. So, so we were, this guy, from what I could gather was from Hawaii and he'd been doing, I think he'd been at the hotel for a couple of weeks doing a gig because he kept talking about this was his last night. He was flying back and he kept saying like aloha and all the stuff that Hawaiian people from the island say. Um, but yeah, he had this sick rig. He had like a couple acoustic guitars. He had a filter going on through his computer that like was doing like harmony as he was singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was perfect for some of the songs he was singing. Uh, he had a ukulele. He had a ukulele. Uh, he did a Rolling Stone song, which is a kind of, a, I think, a deep cut. I don't know how many people like it. It's called Tumbling Dice. And I, about a quarter way through, I was like, I know this song. And then it, it clicked, and it was Tumbling Dice, which, again, if he didn't have the little like filter that did the, uh, the uh, other voices sing in harmony it wouldn't have worked because if you've heard the original rolling stones version which i played the next morning um it's got a bunch of ladies in the background singing harmony with mick jagger but he did a phenomenal job of that and so i went up there to tip him and say hey you played one of my favorite rolling stone songs thank you and and then i just said can play jackson brown he's like yep it's already in like with it's already done or I'm, I'm, I'm already working on it or something. And the next song he played was Jackson Brown. Again, it was a deep cut. He was not playing. He was playing some obvious tunes. I, I went over there to listen to him because he was playing Sweet Judy Blue Eyes by uh, Chrysler Stills, Nash & Young. And so I was like, oh, I'm in. And then uh, he was playing all kinds of stuff. But he had some, he had a couple older, like retired couples that, were clearly fans like not just like oh we like his music like they knew who he was and were there because he was playing that night and they were out dancing and acting like old people fools and it was great to watch yeah it was fun for them and then we had a bunch of housewives of orange county sit down in front of us with their family and it was a lot of just nice people watching and yeah it was fun uh it was fun to listen i think that if you ever hear live music or whatever and you think that it's good you should always pay your tributes and listen give them your respect and that kind of stuff we had a and i get i feel like i learned that in nashville where it was just you know people there's no cover charges in nashville uh, for any music um and so you go in but these people are trying to make a living based off of their their voice and stuff and so giving them props as they should And recognition for what it is that they're doing is is crucial. So that was our last stop of the night, and I still want us to rate and review it. So Tim, you you're gonna have to rate and review it, whether you believe that it's a stopper or not. <laughs> um, to which customer service, what would you rate it? Oh, uh, seven. It's a seven uh, from Tim. It's a six from me, mainly because the guy said. Yeah, it's 14 bucks for a beer here, but you're paying for the view. <laughs> yeah, it was pitch dark. It was pitch dark. You couldn't see a damn thing. <laughs> so I was like, fuck you. Uh, he gave out free Tito's sunglasses to Nolan and Eric, but Nolan and Eric aren't here to, to vouch for those. So I'll give him a six for that. Ambiance. 
Uh, it's a 10. It's a 10. Yeah, it's a great one of the greatest hotels in California. I said that it's top five hotels in California. It's probably like top two, but uh, it's up there. Um, beer that we tried, we had a Sculpin. You had already had a Sculpin. Um, an, eight, uh, an eight. An eight from me. It was really tasty. And any miscellaneous scores, which would be like the music. <laughs> Oh, we could give it like a eight or something for the miscellaneous, but I think they'd be overscoring Coronado. But um, well, eight would bring your score down now. So I'm giving it a nine for the music. I'll give it a nine for the music. That guy was really good. Yeah, he that was... guy was an example of how, as much as we love the Taylor Swifts and all that of the world, there's not that much difference between a lot of people who play music who are really good in your local town or wherever. There's Popular music is by definition popular music, and that's not meant to dis- to discount what people like Taylor Swift have done. But there's a lot of people out there who've never become famous who are super, super duper talented. Yeah, and he played again. So he played some of those songs. He played the like I said, he played the loadout by Jackson Brown. That is not an easy song to play. He was a very good singer. He was probably in his like mid sixties. Yeah, he was a real. He had a really good voice uh, for a male singer. It was, uh, and and he was really good on the guitar. Yeah, really, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch. Well, if you're thinking to yourself, what did these guys do next? The answer <laughs> was, we got an Uber straight back to the hotel. <laughs> That'll be on the next podcast. <laughs> we said, "Golly, we are tired," and so we took an Uber back to the hotel. Uh, we got there. We were we had established that Tim 100% needed the bed this night, and so Nolan and Eric slept on the floor. We got Eric a blanket. If you were thinking to yourself, did anybody get Eric a blanket? Yes, we gave him the comforter off of the bed. So me and Tim, Tim, did you even sleep underneath the sheet? I did. I oh. went back and forth. Colton slept on top of the covers again, and <laughs> Nolan slept I would on get, the floor. I would get in Tim's spot. I would get cool and then cover up and then get sweaty and then take it off we left the cool. window open and so we listened the, to the yeah. uh, the leaving the window was a bad idea because even though that ac was well it was dripping once it got warm at night it wasn't dripping in the middle of the night it wasn't dripping it was still putting out cool air so that was a mistake we should have kept the window closed but by the time i realized that i was like funk that i'm not getting up to close the window we woke up we got all of our stuff packed, and then we hit the road. Oh, no, wait. We uh, went down to the bagel shop. You, Yeah, you, Eric, and I went down to the bagel shop. Nolan was struggling. He said he didn't sleep at all on the floor. Uh, feeling turned out, sick. I think he had got, he got sick. He was, just to be fair to everybody, he was not hungover. He got, he got something. It was probably just being out really late, flying. Airplanes are petri dishes for all kinds of terrible diseases, so he probably caught something, and then it kicked in by by Sunday morning. He said he had a fever, so he was just he was death warmed over all morning. So we walked down to a bagel shop, uh, ate there. Really wasn't a bagel shop; it was a sh- it was a really nice breakfast place, sandwich place that had bagels. Yeah, but it was still tasty. Yeah, uh, it was tasty. We said that it probably the bagels could have probably used like an extra like forty five seconds to yeah. it being toasted. 
um, just to get a nice little crust on the inside. Um, but other than that, it was really, really good. I was like, I would stop. I, if I was in Little Italy and I was looking for breakfast, I'd swing by there in a heartbeat. No problems. Um, and then we went. From there, we came back. We loaded up the car with all of our stuff and checked out the motel that was a Airbnb. And we drove on to Pacific, Pacific Beach. Beach Ale House. Pacific Beach, if you again, if you've never been to San Diego or if you have been to San Diego, you've never been to Pacific Beach, I highly recommend going up there. It's a little hidden gem. Uh, it's only like four blocks of a lot of cool little hangouts, uh, particularly yeah. if you're younger. If you're younger, it's a great place to go hang out. There's like just one bar after another. There's a high-end bar. There's a dive. There's a high-end bar. There's a dive. Um place we ended up was about a block off the beach it was called uh, pb ale house uh, it's three stories my wife and i had been there uh in 2021 on a trip to san diego uh, she'd been there for work and we went there just to go have a beer and fish tacos so we went, wound up there on the roof um and so i i was like this is a good place we could probably go to wound up there and it was great. We hung out there for, I don't know, two hours, maybe at least. Um, drank some beer. They brewed their own beer. They also had a bunch of beer from other breweries, but we stuck to what they were brewing. Uh, Nolan did his best to suck down a, a Bloody Mary, and I think he got about a third. No, it wasn't Bloody Mary. It was a Michelada. Michelada. And he got about a third of the way through, and I think realized that was a bad idea. Uh, tried to eat some food. I had I started out with the Slamber Amber Ale, which is an amber ale. It was tasty. Uh, Eric started out with the, the Rockfish Rojo Red Ale, and then I think we both flipped, and I had the Rockfish, and then he had the Red. No, he had the uh, he had the hop. With oh no, he had the hop, and you had two hops. You had the two down to hops, so he went with the Red, and then the and the hop, and then I think Nolan had the Hell's to finish yeah uh and they were all delicious and it was a great place to hang out uh table couldn't have been a little better where we're sitting it was really loud in there uh which was props to them because they were crowded uh which was i wasn't surprised by and and i was actually happy we got a place on the roof um uh so really cool place to stay at we didn't eat um but i can attest the food there's is is really good it looks really good um yeah, we were getting food all over. The, what Nolan got looked good. There was food being served left and right around us, and it looked all looked really good. Um, but yeah, we had decided we needed to eat when we needed to eat, so we'd already gotten bagels. So, so I think at that point you guys were kind of ready, like whatever. And I said, "Well, Epic's down the street." Yeah, should we make it stop eighteen? Because again, what we were mainly counting was breweries right so we decided to head out to epic but before we leave it we need to rate and review so i'll I'll give uh so customer service i'll give her an eight she's pretty good she did do well um again we're we're getting weighted on so we'll give that one an eight um the beers were solid seven beers were a seven yeah i'd say that they were i'd probably give them i'd probably give the ipa about a six it was like, I, yeah, yeah. 
It was worse than the forgettable beers, but it wasn't like bad or anything. It was just meh. yeah. And understand, folks, this is like there's only this place only has one location, so yeah. But it the like yeah. So it's not a huge brewery. I mean, if if more if anything else, it's more of a tavern, uh, bar and grill than it is a. It's yeah. kind of surprising when you show up that they make their own beer. Yeah, ambiance. Uh, I'll do a seven. It, it would have been nicer if we'd been sat at a better table. Yeah, but. I'm giving it an eight because again, no, I'll like, give it an eight. I'll give it. An eight. I was like, I it like was the, nice being upstairs in the fresh air and, and all the that. fresh air it was and being right next to the ocean. It was really nice. So from there, we take the next to our last spot. Yeah. Talk about it, Tim. Give us the whole spiel. So we got on to Epic. Epic is owned by a former business partner of mine when I started the company that I currently have. Uh, this guy, I won't mention his name just for his sake. Uh, uh, well, he was he was a photographer with the company we worked with. He worked with us for, I don't know, a couple years and then decided to he needed to go do something else. Um, so he left. He stayed in photography for quite a while after that, but he married somebody down. I'm, I'm hoping I get all of this correct, but my understanding is, uh, and I have talked to Todd. His name's Todd Warshaw, but um, my understanding is, yeah, I just said his name. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. Todd. Name yeah, I changed my Todd. mind. Todd <laughs> married somebody down in San Diego. Todd wanted to live in San Diego. Married someone in San Diego. Uh, his wife had they were going through anyway they discovered long story short they discovered recipes from her grandfather who is a i think german brewer and they had they had signs in the in that shop i don't know if you saw in the in the brewery i don't i did i did um anyway they found very old recipes of his of old, old like bavarian style uh beer recipes i believe and they're like, let's start a brewery, and I, I, so I, what I gather is their la- her last name or his last name, her grandfather's last name was Epic. They've named it after him, and so uh, they originally they lean into European uh, beers. They got started that way, doing a lot of like pilsners and uh, lagers and that kind of thing, and then. Uh, they got big enough. They opened up another location somewhere either before then or around there. They hired one of the top uh, brewers from, I think I said Carl Strauss, but it, it was from Ballast Point. They hired one of the brewers from Ballast Point and brought him in. Yeah. And uh, and so, lo and behold, now they've got three locations. They have one in uh, Vista, which I think is on the water as well. They have one in Point Loma, which is the one we went to. And then they have a beer house in La Jolla, which I believe on the inside looks like a German beer house. And I had said, we need to go to that place at some point. But we ended up at the Point Loma Waterfront Beer Garden, which I've been to numerous times. It's phenomenal. My wife and I had been there a couple years ago, and my former partner had just Happened to be in there checking the books and checking the, checking the operation. So I had a beer with him and caught up. And so we went there and, uh, look, if you're, if you want it, if this sounds great to you, just heads up. Parking is a shit show. Yeah. But it's not their fault at all. It's just kind of the nature of, it's like, if you go to, 
your wife says, let's go shop on uh, Rodeo Drive. There's no parking. It's just, you know, stuff's grown up and there's more people who want to go, go there than there than there is parking. So it's just, it is the way it is. Um, but once you're there, the brewery, it, the, well, it's not a brewery. The beer house is literally on a pier and you're right there next to a bunch of boats. Um the beer was phenomenal. It was the beer was perfect for the end of the weekend. I think if we had started the weekend off that way, because it's all light, I don't know that it would have been as tasty. But as like the end of a weekend, I had to I had a four and a half five hour drive, and then being like a six hour drive because of traffic. But I knew I had a long drive, so I didn't want anything heavy. It was great, and we sat literally outside with shade. Some of us more shade than other, but uh. I, it literally i said that and like two minutes later the the sun like went away and it was just nice again and so it was nice the rest so of the we just sat in this marina like literally on the edge of a deck in this marina watching boats go in and out watching ducks and mama ducks with little ducklings and just it was great it was a great way to unwind for the rest of the weekend it was phenomenal and yeah. i was glad i was like let's cram this in Yeah, and it was great. We had an awesome time doing that, and I was extremely happy with um, the beers that we had had. Um, Tim was a little skeptical at first. He was like, I don't know. It's going to be a bunch of German beers. I don't know. Like, that's what they're known for, and which was, it turned out to be just fine. Their IPAs were really good. We drank one tonight, and it was really tasty. Um, so was very happy to go and also again, support friends, ex coworkers, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And this was another, I had said earlier, there, there were a couple of breweries at the top of all the lists we read. Epic was one of those that was at the top of the list. And again, I was very happy to see that from my friend Todd who'd put him put, you know, he'd gone from sports photography to this. And uh, certainly when he and I worked together in photography, Todd, uh, seemed to make it clear he knew his way around a beer bottle or a beer can, but to actually become a proprietor, proprietor of uh, beer was uh, is pretty impressive. So it's a phenomenal place. Uh, I'm sure all their locations are really good. I had the... You guys had the two... I had the... The Epic Brewing 1045 to Denver. The 1045, had, which was we drank at the beginning of this podcast. And then I had the other IPA. I don't remember what it the was The Wake called. Up and Slay IPA. Yeah, that, one, 10, that 10, one was better. That one was better, although the 1045 to Denver won the European Gold Standard Gold Medal for New Style India IPA, I, uh, uh, India Pale Ale. The only thing I will say... Look, it's great they won a gold medal, but I will say in, uh, Europeans don't know anything about IPAs, so... Um, I can see why that one won because it's a little, <laughs> it's a little tame. It's like the IPAs I've had in in the UK that are supposed to be IPAs, and like mm, not really. Um, they just lack the kick that American pale ales have. Uh, and then I think I had, I think I had the West Coast try this West Coast I pale ale to start, and then I had the Harbor Cruise Kolsch, and both of those were very tasty as well. 
And Nolan drank half of something and didn't finish it. I think the Kolsch and didn't finish it. Yeah, it was the Kolsch. Or the lager. Anyway, it was all great. Uh, ended our week there and then drove home. And that's the story of hitting 20 different spots in San Diego to drink beer and have a good time. So we did 20... So if you're, just to be clear with everybody, we did 20 beers locations in two days. It was not three days. You're thinking, oh, it was Friday to Sunday. No. From the moment we sat down at Stone, at Stone, we were either sitting down or in the middle of our first round at Epic. So right. we did it in two days. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we still need to rate and review Epic. So Epic on a uh, customer service, where would you rate it? They were really good in there. I, I'm not grading higher because of Todd. They were like all three people. I interacted with all three of them. They were very, they were interactive, but not like, woof, you know, you guys need to get off the the amphetamines or something. I'd get, I'll give them an eight. They were They were very helpful. Uh, I'm giving them a seven. I didn't really interact with anybody while I was there. They were fine. I was like, it was nothing standout-ish for me. Um, but uh, after that, ambiance. Uh, it's got to be a 10 for me. Yeah, uh, you're going 10. I'm going to give them a nine. Same as the other spot. I It was the marina. It was really nice. It was being able to just sit out there and just enjoy the afternoon. You know what? I'll give them a nine. Just There's... <laughs> I'll give them a nine, even though it's not really ambiance. It's the parking. Yeah, the parking. It was. And they get graded down a little bit because there's not technically really any food. Yeah, that was also an issue because we were like, we need some food. We need a little bit of. And we ended up having like really dry burritos for lunch. So it was like, God, man, we could have just had good stuff. Although the dry burritos was Colton's fault. I was just trying to look for a good spot with good burritos. It was fine. They were okay. They were not good, actually. Um, and then we ended up with uh, or no, okay. So with that, we have ambiance and the beer that we tried. Um, uh, I give mine an eight. Giving yours an eight, I'm giving mine a nine. I really enjoyed the the second IPA. I was like, it probably could have been an eight and a half, but we haven't given any points or point fives or whatever the entire time. Any extra points for uh, or miscellaneous points? I will give extra. I think if I'm giving extra points, it's like Homer points. But what do you want? Oh no, you don't want to give it. No. Okay. And I don't have anything extra to give him. Again, there was no food or anything like that, and I don't want to take anything away from him on that one. So. But that concludes our trip. I'm currently three breweries away from being able to tell you what was our highlight of our trips on both of our uh, spots. I'll give us our top threes um, in just a second. But um, yeah, give me just a minute here. If you have any public service announcements to make, Tim, now would be the time. Well, if you've been absolutely mortally bored by all this beer talk and you're still listening three hours and 23 minutes, we will return to our normally that scheduled... Was three hours and 22 minutes? Yeah, we will, we will return to our normally scheduled uh, 
Christian bashing and church bashing next week. And we do have a, a number of topics coming up. Uh, some of the same old, same old. But some of the newer ones too. We're going to break down some of these strange uh, uh, verses that aren't really in the New Testament at all, but aren't might be in your New Testament. That'd be interesting. In the history of the Bible. Can't wait For to all you folks that. who think that the Bible's the literal inerrant word of the word of God, which I don't think anybody listening to this podcast does, but if you have family members who do, we're gonna give you plenty of ammunition to point out, eh, maybe not, Grandpa. Yeah. Why does why does Mark go from verse 23, 22 to 24, and there's no verse 23 or something like that? All right. <clears throat> so our average scores was, if we go in order, uh, you gave Stone an 8.25. I gave Stone an 8.75. Uh, second chance, we both gave it a 6.66. So right now, Stone is in our first place. Second chance is in second. White Labs, you gave it a 7.75. I gave it an 8.25. So uh, Stone is your first, second, third. We'll keep. We'll go back to basically what is our first, second, third after. But Ale Smith, you gave it a 7.6. Only 0.15 less than White Labs. And I gave Ale Smith a 7.3. Ballast Point, you gave it an 8. I gave it an 8.5. Virgin, we both gave it 6.6s. Carl Strauss, you gave it an 8. I gave it a 7.6. Bolts, we both gave it 6.6s, which is funny because we gave it the same amount as Virgin and Second Chance. (laughs) Uh, West Coast, uh... 7.5, 7.75 7.5, 7.75 from me. Uh, Mike Hess, 7.33. For both or for me? For both of us. We both gave it a 7.33. Uh, North Park, we gave it, you gave it a 9.66. Yeah, I was really high on that one. Uh, I gave it an 8.66, which is currently my second top brewery. Um, Rip Current, a 6.25. I gave it a 6. You gave Belching Beaver, and I gave Belching Beaver Beaver a 7.33. Barley and Sword, we both gave a 9. Uh, Seek Beer, we gave 7.33s. Goal, we both gave 6.66s, the same as Bolt and Second Chance and uh, Burgeon. Then Coronado Brewing, we you gave it an eight. I gave it an eight point two five. PB Ale House or Pacific Beach Ale House, you gave it a seven point six six. I gave it a seven point three three. Epic, uh, you gave an eight point three three. I gave it an eight point three three. And Coronado Hotel, you gave an eight point five. I gave it an eight point two five. And that is our final result. So if you are wanting to know what your top three breweries. Of the weekend were, was you had North Park coming in at number one at 9.66. You had, in number two, you had 
the barley and sword coming in at a nine and in third place you had the coronado hotel coming in at 8.5 but if you don't want to count that as a spot i completely understand but epic comes in at your third place yeah i agree with that my top three um was um i think the only one that got a nine for me was uh the barley and sword coming in as my number one spot um after that was the 8.75 at stone and then finishing off with an 8.5 at ballast point oh wow i know i'm a basic southern california san diego bitch i get it but you're all in on the uh micro brew industrial complex <laughs> yeah the guys that have like nine spots in san diego alone the guys are all selling the most micro brew how hey, dare hey, how hey, dare hey. you how hey, dare you hey the barley and sword was my number one okay? i'm just saying the guys who actually succeeded for like 20 years yeah made a made a big bit go of it how dare you i know <laughs> it's almost like they're really good or something yeah uh <laughs> But again, shout out to White Labs as being one of the hidden gems of the trip. Oh, uh, shout out to everybody! Like, look, like yeah, we dumped on Rip Rip Kern and some of the places that were at least and like Bolt. and Bolt. Look, they were they were still like good places to go to. I'm glad we did, and I wouldn't find myself like not going again. It's like I'll never go there again. It's just like look, we were hitting 20 places, and you guys just didn't grade out compared to everything else. And so, but. Props to everybody else, everybody we, we went to. So, yeah, one hundred percent. I still think what we drank at Bolt was for me personally like the time of the night and the amount of alcohol I'd already had. I was like, nope, this is not. I'm I am not liking this uh, based on how I'm going to wake up in the morning. But I don't know. Um. Anyway, uh, but it was all good. Just some were phenomenal, which is what you expect out of San Diego. Everybody that we visited you are in one arguably the most uh competitive areas in the entire world in terms of top light breweries so there's very few places else elsewhere so yeah maybe some parts of sacramento yeah um but otherwise no i mean you guys have heard us talk a lot about sonoma county and the santa rosa area it's not nearly as competitive as that san diego is unreal and what's crazy is Everybody is bone ass skinny and fit down there that we were that we were seeing, but I know. it's this beer mecca. I was like, this is insane. But when you have weather like that, you're out all the time. So you're, you're out just all like the time. drinking beer and working out. Yeah, that's right. Outdoors. All right. Well, we thank you for listening to this unbelievably long special episode. It's gonna get posted like a regular episode, but if you made it through, kudos to you. I'm not giving anybody any special bottles of something for listening. Andy, if you're listening, if you're still listening. Uh, but we thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully somebody will find this if they're trying to find great breweries. I'm going to have to put like great meta tags in here just to be like, uh, we'll just get people who don't even listen to the podcast to be like, I, oh. I still think that we need a tag. We're going to tag every single one of the yeah. breweries that we stopped at on this podcast to just be like, hey, we hit all of you and we've given you a shout out. 
I was like, again, if we rated you lower, again, it's not because we have anything against you or anything like that. It was just like, for our trip, this is just where you ranked for us personally. So. And I will say, I think almost all of the breweries that we hit, I was faithfully posting on Instagram when we went to a place. Pretty much all of them liked, I think every single one of them liked my post. And probably a third, if not closer to a half, actually responded and a lot of them figured out by Saturday afternoon what we were up to. And we're like, this is epic. Like, I think Coronado was like, glad to be part of the of the challenge or something. So um, thanks for everybody who responded. Um, and again, we hope if someone's listening to this who doesn't normally listen to the Go to Hell podcast, you found it useful for uh, what to tour when you go down to San Diego and drink beer. So Please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it. Uh, send us emails at Tim at go to hell podcast.com, Colton at go to hell podcast.com. Visit us at the rejuvenated Substack at Substack dot go to whatever. Go to hell podcast at Substack.com. And if you don't like beer and you list somehow listen to this entire three hour mega podcast, go to hell. <laughs>